This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by our patrons. If you go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, you too can join them. Just $5 a month gives you a bunch of premium episodes of this show and bonus other shows uh, and all kinds of stuff. Thank you. We appreciate you. to watch out for fireballs it is a games club podcast and this week we are talking about plants versus zombies which is a tower defense game kinda developed and published by a pop for the pc and mobile platforms uh starting in 2009 that this is available on on just everything so it's an ongoing concern yes uh this yeah and this is uh unusually for us lately this is not a sponsored game this is a mm-hmm. game we put in because yeah. we want to talk about it and to uh build up some buffer for god of war and uh, lords of magic mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and also I'm because really, this is a really good game i'm incredibly excited uh this <laughs> is weirdly low-key like i always forget but like oh yeah i have deep cachet with this game oh yeah <laughs> like I, I played through this a bunch i i love this when it came out mm-hmm. uh and it's never talked about nope <laughs> no one ever talks about this. It's just like the sun and the moon. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's just just like the ocean under the moon. Like it, it, it's, it's uh, people just treat it like it's you know just the air around yeah, us. But yeah. it's a video game with design, really good design. Yeah, uh, it's very fun. Just because it has a casual air to it doesn't mean you have to be a jerk about it. Yeah, you don't have to disqualify it. You know, this isn't Peggle. It's not something frivolous and dumb and without any kind of merit. Oh. Peggle is extremely good. I know. I love Peggle. Uh, yeah, it, it's not in San Aquarium. <laughs> which is the which this is weirdly linked to. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah the, which was the, the original draft of this. But that the, <laughs> I think that is a bad casual game where you just click mm-hmm. or shit. Yeah, it's a screen uh, it's a screensaver. Is, yeah. Yeah. This is not a screensaver you play. Mm-hmm. Uh it's also a genre first yep. uh for us. This is our first tower defense game. Mm-hmm. Um it is not you know, tower defense is a, a slightly more diverse genre. Than it initially seems. Yeah. Um, this definitely counts. This is a twist on it, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you are, you do have things that are running toward a vulnerable target and you are setting things up in their way to stop them. Uh, the difference yes. here is that instead of having kind of one path that everything is going down, you've got a, you got a grid. Um, yes. Yeah. They're inspired by Root Beer Tapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is another game that I really enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> And also, I, I will go out on the limb and say it. Like, as far as uh, casual games mm-hmm. go, uh, Tower Defense is kind of my steez. And I would like to do another Tower Defense game at some point, a more traditional one. 
Do you have um, like a like a standout one that you really really enjoy, or you know, I, I should I've been I've been searching for one. It's like I played through a bunch of them early on in my iOS career, and I played a lot of desktop tower defense, yeah. which is like a congregate flash game <laughs> uh, that I that I really loved. But a bunch of them end up ultimately uh, getting. I don't know. Like the iOS marketplace poisons them at some point. <laughs> right. You know, at some point the genre got gross and mm-hmm. just became not pay to win, but that weird gray area. Right. That, right. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 is in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I'd, I'd want to do some research, but yeah, I just like this genre a lot. The only one that I ever spent a lot of time with was Geo Defense, I think. Yeah. Geo Defense is good. Yeah. Really oh, hard. A fun game. Really hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, rigor is a good, a good thing in this genre. I think when it's not tied to uh, taking money from you. Yes, um, which is part of the reason why I think these games have the reputation as like not mm-hmm. real video games because a lot of times they are monetized in a grody way. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of get a Skinner box kind of deal. Um, yeah. You know, which I think is probably a large reason why Plants vs Zombies is not really talked about a lot in, let's say, like the broader games media. Let's say I think that because it is so associated with mobile and before that it was so associated with PopCap, which, you know, for as much as there are games of theirs that we enjoy, they kind of have this sense of being like, you know, the $15 games you would get at, you would get at uh, Walmart and like you're on that wall. Yeah. On that that weird weird section of wall. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, You know, games for moms. Yeah, yeah. You and know, it's, like uh, around the time yeah. this came out, there was like this real sense of like an insurgency that was stopping games from being games or whatever. It's all bullshit, right? It was just a bunch of hand wringing about the Wii. Man, in, yeah, in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. Is there, is there anyone who should feel stupider? Like, <laughs> yes, of course. Who, but like, well, yeah. but those, the people were freaking out about that. Like that, that take did not age well. Mm-hmm. Like, brother. We're going to have a lot worse things to worry about. <laughs> Let me assure you that this, even just within the scope of games, this is literally nothing. You've got to chill out. Um, so in this game, uh, you play as a suburban homeowner. Uh, you, you, the player, are a character. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to defend yourself from zombie attacks by planting uh, different kinds of flower, these mutant flora, in your lawn to destroy the zombies before they reach the house. Right. Uh, and your lawn, uh, both your front lawn at first, then your backyard, and then your rooftop, uh, it is this six by nine grid. Uh, I think it's five. No, it's a... Uh, it's, oh, no, you're right. It's yeah, six. It's yeah, six. Yeah. It's five um, in certain I think it's, versions. Yeah, it's five in- yeah, so five and certain. It depends on the game. Yeah, that's what that's what fucked me up. So like I did uh, endless mode today, in which it is five. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the the yeah. So it actually depends on the uh, the mini game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've got this. Uh, you've got this grid, and the zombies generally walk from right to left, uh, from the street toward the house, uh, down the rows, uh, kind of like lanes, and you mm-hmm. need to plant the plants so that they uh so they'll hit, so they'll hit the threats hit the zombies as they're coming in yeah uh positioning there's a little there's very little uh moving between different uh rows right going on uh there's every once in a while there's some things that manipulate this but it doesn't happen very often right um this game is in the grand uh kind of tradition of a lot of strategy games mm-hmm. where the campaign mode is a little bit of a tutorial uh, teaching you how to use all these different plants. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a new plant almost every stage, and it feels very generous. Like, it is fun to play with the new toys. Mm-hmm. And then later this is setting up for, like, these puzzle modes and endless modes to kind of know what all the toys do. Yes. 
yeah, know what all these toys do, specifically um, which kind of zombies they counter um, and kind of what kind of mm-hmm. synergies there are um, in the ways that these uh, that these work. And especially like what mix of plants will be the best use of your limited slots uh, that you can. Yes. Bring. Yeah. yeah, your limited resources, both in terms of space and in terms of uh, currency. Yeah. And also your hand, like the like the hand that you have in the weird kind of like deck building card game that this is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the uh, at the beginning of every level, you get to get to see which zombies are coming, so you can plan, um, and then you have up to eight seed bags to use. You can expand this. Starts out at six, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the plants that you have. And then there's a, an economy in the game, right? Um, with a cost of sun uh, during the day. Sun mm-hmm. drops from the sky. Um, you have to click on it, which is some of its like insane aquarium <laughs> DNA right. here. Uh, but then you're also going to plant sunflowers uh, to or other sun producing plants to give you this currency, right. kind of setting up an, a miniature economy. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of each level, you have kind of this slow ramp up where all you can really do is, you know, plant a sunflower and then that'll, you know, allow you to plant two and then eventually you have enough of a base to start taking on the zombies as they begin appearing from the right yes yeah uh and there's other other little wrinkles to this which we'll talk about right as uh, as the game kind of goes on mm-hmm. um so you get your economy uh rolling what you're trying to avoid is when the zombies reach a plant it begins eating it um which is you know each plant has a certain amount of health mm-hmm. um and uh if it devours the plant that unit is destroyed and it will continue to the next spot yeah. Um, and uh, you want to kill it before it reaches the back. Uh, your back row uh, will have a safeguard, these lawnmowers, mm-hmm. uh, as default. So it's kind of just one Hail Mary. Yeah. Uh, if the lawnmower activates, the lawnmower will shoot across the screen, killing every zombie in that row. But mm-hmm. That only happens once, and then you are defenseless in that row. Right. And then if a zombie reaches uh, the end of a row that does not have a defensive item there, uh, then the zombie goes into the house and will eat your brains. And that is your yes. uh, that is your game over. Um, the lawnmowers only appear, um, you know, on the, uh, like on grass, um, in mm-hmm. later stages where you're either dealing with the pool or dealing with the rooftop, you have to mm-hmm. use the currency that you're gathering. Um, you know, zombies will occasionally drop coins, um, in between certain levels, you will find items that you can sell to your, uh, kind of buddy, your wacky neighbor, crazy Dave. Um, mm-hmm. and you can buy, uh, special defensive items, roof cleaners and pool cleaners from the back of his car. I love I love the idea of just having a bunch of leaf blowers lined up on top of your roof. And it's like, you know, just I need so many of these. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so the uh, different zombies have different kinds of mobilities and special uh, kind of properties to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of them will have uh, different defenses. Um, so different kinds of cover. Some yeah. will just have additional health. Um, some will uh, circumvent some of your... Uh, your defenses and a zombie who's in front will take all the damage for the zombies behind them. Yes. So when you have a cluster of them coming in, uh, you're only hitting the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of have um, multiple concerns here. It's not just how much damage can I put out linearly in a row? Mm-hmm. Um, how much damage can I put out into an area or um, from above? Right. Kind of bypassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if it sounds like we're being really vague, it's just because there are so many of these different things. Um, you know, zombies and plants and considerations. We're going to talk about the ways that these interact when we talk about the individual levels of the adventure mode. 
Yeah, it's not it's not a very narrative rich game. No, That's going to be the no. body of the second half of this episode. Mm-hmm. It's also like bringing this down by taxonomy like that is something that's part of why I was excited to cover this game because mm-hmm. it's not something I feel like I've seen done right. a bunch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, one thing that is consistent, most of the stages have a big surge of zombies at the end, heralded by, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a regular walking zombie who's carrying a pennant. Um, mm-hmm. that just has a little picture of a brain on it. It's very cute. Um, and this, uh, sometimes, you know, like as you go on, this starts happening in the middle of a stage. And I think at most like two or three times, uh, during yes. a stage as well. So you are kind of like building up to and girding for these as the little meter hits the, uh, you know, uh, indicates when a next big wave is coming. Yeah. You have a little progress meter that shows yeah. how far you are, uh, towards completing a level. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of different variations and restrictions and mini games and cut mini games and different modes and puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about all that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, once we get there. Um, but not here. Right. So that'll pop up. Um, a big thing that this game is, uh, known for. And one of the reasons why this was an absolute huge hit, mm-hmm. um, cause we can't really understate or overstate how big of a cultural phenomenon this was. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go into the, the well, pre-COVID, I could go into the Suncoast store, the last remaining Suncoast that's in the mall, <laughs> and buy Plants vs. Zombies socks, like right now, uh-huh. um, is the aesthetics. Yeah. Um, the music and visuals of this are both really good. Yeah. Um, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is really, really important, not just from like a marketing and branding kind of point of view and not just, you know, because it is objectively good. It is you know, it just cute, um, very, very cute. But also because of the things of the ways that they chose, the, the ways that they chose to draw these, you know, like the kind of goofy concepts that they have for the different plants mm-hmm. and the different zombies. Everything is very clearly communicated to you. You can look at like what a zombie looks like, how it is dressed and what it's carrying. And you can probably guess what it's going to do before you even see it in action. And even when the screen is really full of your different plants and of a bunch of different zombies coming, everything is really discernible. I think this passes like the, uh, the team fortress to like silhouette test really well. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, I know what all the, the plants are based on their silhouette. Yeah. Easy. Um, it's also like, it's not just that marketing standpoint, but even above marketing, you know, part of the innovation here and one of the stated goals of the, of the designer was to, uh, give towers a personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in tower defense games, you're looking at towers and I don't know if you've ever been around a tower. Uh, <laughs> they don't, they don't have a lot of personality though. There's no faces, they don't yeah. have a voice, they don't move, <laughs> you know? Uh, but they were just like, well, what, you know, what has to stay in one place? So we have the tower, you know, what's non-mobile, but could also be anthropomorphized, Mm -hmm. you know? And you could have had a bunch of animals with broken legs, (laughs) you know? That'd be pretty sinister. I don't know that that would be be pretty hard to market that. sad. Yeah. Yeah, like jellybone squirrel defense. Like, (laughs) you know, just could have done that and it would have been sad. Uh But going with plants, it's like not only does everything signal exactly what it does, but there's, there is so much care and personality from a cartooning sense. Mm-hmm. Um, even down to like little touches, like the, the, one of my favorite things is the stoicism on your, uh, your wall units, <laughs> uh, as it slowly breaks as they just kind of try to hold it together. The, like the, the little tear at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. You know, uh, it just, it's really, really strong. Yeah. Um, 
my favorite detail is the uh the cherry bomb when you deploy it like its face is all like angry like yeah let's do this but then right before mm-hmm. it goes there's a frame of it looking panicked like oh shit oh shit yeah. oh shit <laughs> what did i sign up for <laughs> yep, yeah it blows up. It, it's very cute yeah uh, and and this kind of cuteness does kind of work counter to a uh, 1000 percent uh culturally aged uh aspect of this which is the zombies yeah you know which is, which is something that was like very you know if you weren't around in 2009 or if you mm. don't remember it yeah this was this was the this was the shit man zombies I, were I, everywhere I, yeah i had a phase man mm-hmm. i i read i read some books yeah i i was i was way into it mm-hmm. for a while and uh that that cultural star has fallen yeah uh but there is a there's a little bit of uh uh, like a think geek exclusive air to this. <laughs> you know? uh, there are a few things like that where this is definitely aged. I think that crazy Dave is a real problem uh, for, 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 oh, yeah. for, for that regard. Not for like woke reasons. I just don't like it as a, like a law random kind of thing. No, the fact, no. Like the, the fact that one of the first things you, that you find is just a strip of bacon and he's like, Oh, bacon. I love it. I'll give you a thousand dollars for it or whatever. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. I remember it's, it's real man cave bacon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. The, uh, I, I, I found this out, uh, when I was doing research, crazy Dave is based on a real dude who worked there. Okay. Who used to show up to party who looks just like this guy and used to show up to parties with a pot on his head. Huh? So it's real weird. Like that's he didn't a, do it after. That's a fun tribute you know? to, to, to this yeah. dude. They know to this annoying employee. That's a yeah. fun tribute to my annoying coworker. <laughs> Huh. Um, I didn't expect the, that. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised when I found that out. Yeah. Um, what's what kind of the humor that works a little bit better are the uh, the kind of puns. Yep. That pop up uh, in this, which I I think are significantly you know at least you know there's a, there's a base level pleasure. Yeah. To mashing two things together. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. All the plant uh, names, that's like every single plant name, um, is is a pun. Some of them are funnier than others. Uh, you have like a yes. little bestiary. Uh, that will explain all of your plants and stuff. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> to him, sun is crass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the, about the sun true. Yeah. All, yeah. all of that is very, very, very cute because like a lot of them are like little interviews. Like, oh, yes. I thought that I, I was like everybody. I thought zombies weren't real, but you know, here I'm, I'm just here learning everything in day at a time. <laughs> yeah. And it's a talking plant who's doing that. It's, it's yes. Cute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the zombie designs are fun, you know, like they're, they're good, iconic designs. Um, and they get, they get increasingly more outlandish as they go along the different things that they do. Very cute. Yes. You know, like the dad one with the paper is like very cute, (laughs) you know, like cute is the only word. And this is going to miss some people Mm -hmm. like, I like nothing has ever missed anyone. Like some people are just going to look at this and be like, this is the stupidest shit in the world. Like you have to have a certain amount of cute yeah, appreciation yeah. for this, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even like a particular kind, cause this isn't cute. Like things are cute now. Right. You know? Yeah. This is the, like, this is cute. I mean, it's, you know, it, it is a flavor of spooky cute, which is the thing that we are both like a fan of, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, you know, it's, it, it's its own like different kind of thing. And I think that also like, if you're just looking at, if you're just looking at the design of these things, you think, oh, like it's a, it's a sunflower and it smiles. Cool. But then also like, oh, they dance and they're like waiting at the back right there. They're always there, mm-hmm. you know, like the and way everything have, is know, animated, you know, and kind of has character works really well. Again, from a cartooning standpoint, it's very good. 
Yeah, just well done. Um, the soundtrack is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by uh, Laura Shigahara, Shigahara mm-hmm. um, who did the music for To the Moon and Super Meat Boy. Um, it is not just the meme song, mm-hmm. you know, which was the style at the time. Uh, there is a portal-less vocal song, which will be at the end of this episode. Yep. So stay tuned. Um, <laughs> but the uh, it's also just the instrumental things, specifically the uh, the walnut bowling like puzzle. Yeah. Music is so fucking incredibly good. <laughs> um, it's a really good soundtrack. Yeah, she found like oh. just the right like just the right milligram, like just the right dosage of Danny Elfman to put into this to where it is charming oh, yeah. but not overbearing. Yep. <laughs> like I wish that Danny Elfman's dad had found just the right dosage when you put it into Danny Elfman's mom. Uh, unfortunately, he overdosed her, and then we got Danny Elfman. Yep. Um, the, uh, but yeah, it, it's really there's a, a little bit of uh, DNA to um, Zombies Ate My Neighbors mm-hmm. yep. in the soundtrack that I hear, just in terms of that like spooky, like whimsy. Spooky. Yeah. 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 Um, so as we mentioned, this is made by Popcap. Uh, who made Bejeweled, Zuma, Peggle, Bookworm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, those games, which are all varying degrees of pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think for what I've, they are. Like, I've enjoyed all of those at the at the time. Uh, I think my favorites of those are Peggle and Bookworm, but. Yeah, Peggle's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I love Peggle, and Peggle 2 is super, super good. Yeah. Um, the uh, And this was the brainchild of a specific person there, um, George Fan. I think you mean brainchild. Oh, I I didn't. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm an elite gamer now. Um, the uh, no game needs an easy mode, Cole. Uh, the... <laughs> yeah, uh, George yeah. Fan. Uh, he likes yeah. tower defense games. Tower defense games, which we didn't say earlier, but like that was another one of those extremely popular genres that came out of Warcraft Three mods. Weirdly enough. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah. He, he liked those, but he just kind of wasn't happy with how formulaic they ended up being with, uh, kind of only one path. So he wanted to take some of those ideas, you know, take the general flow of tower defense and bring kind of a different, uh, a different build order strategy, kind of, kind of, kind of, a uh, rhythm to it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it started out based on, uh, Insane Aquarium, which has a fish versus aliens motif. Um, with kind of an idle game. Again, it's a screensaver you play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's garbage. Um, <laughs> the, uh, and this was going to be that version, but then that theming came of plants versus zombies because zombies are in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. and plants are towers that can smile. Yes. Um, um, there is a deck building component of this kind of, and there used to be much more than mm-hmm. one, um, where you would create a deck and then you would just get plants mm-hmm. based on your draw order. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are bonus modes or bonus levels that take that attacked and then one of the sequels to this game ha- is a pure deck builder right um but this they ended up ultimately going for a more traditional economy mm-hmm. i'm happy they did that but like i i enjoy those like end of chapter levels where you've got the you've got the uh, plants coming down on the conveyor belt like that oh yeah 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 um i didn't know this the game originally had a different and i don't know i, I like the name it's it's hard to think of this as anything but Plan, plans versus zombies but the original working name for it was lawn of the dead which is actually yes. really good <laughs> it is a super good pun yeah. um the uh they reached out to george romero about mm-hmm. that specifically and they sent him a uh an image of them dressed up as a zombie Hmm. Uh, begging to use the name, and he said no. Oh, uh, so, so it's a bummer. Cause why, I, why you gotta be Romero like that, seems, George? Why you gotta be like that? It's it's real weird too. Cause he uh, there are other things named that. There's like a Warcraft quest mm-hmm. 
named that uh, after this. So um, there are also a couple of other working titles um, where uh, Bloom and Doom mm-hmm. and then uh, Zombotany, which ends up actually being a, a bonus mode. Yeah. On this. Um, yeah. Bloom and Doom, I think, is the name of the, the, the company that sells the seed bags, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. They used yeah. every part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Plants vs. Zombies is just fine. Um, and it's also yep. understandable, too. So, yeah. A yep. uh, little bit of trivia here. So one of the uh, one of the zombie designs is a dancing zombie uh, who appears mm-hmm. with some backup dancers uh, kind of surrounding it in cover. Originally, this was styled after Michael Jackson from the Thriller video, and they were doing the Thriller dance. However, this game came out in 2009, and in 2010, the estate of Michael Jackson, um, a year after he passed away, said, hey, can you guys not do that? Actually, can you not have our, you know, dead person represented as a zombie? And they're like, yeah, yeah we'll turn him into, into Disco Stew. That's that's fine. Yeah. Uh, the, the TV tropes page for this, which is a minor miracle in and of itself, <laughs> uh, says that it's because of a pun on deader than disco, but they're wrong and everything no. on that page is wrong. Uh, it's really <laughs> it's incredible. It's, it's either wrong or it's uh, right, but it's treated as if, you know, I, I had a, I was reading, like, there's one of them where it's like the kernel pulp. Uh, every once in a while it shoots butter. You're try, probably trying to figure that out. Vegetable fat, right? However, italicized text, butter is often served with corn. <laughs> it's just treated as like a revelation and i had a realization during that that was like this multi-layered onion okay kind of thing where All i was right. like what age what age is tv tropes for like wh- who's the audience and then i realized oh it's still me but what does that say what age am i <laughs> you know like i, I turned the question inward oh no like and and because it, it, i was like who who could glean anything from this? Uh-huh. This little paragraph about how butter comes with corn, <laughs> you know, treated as if it's a, as a revelation, as it's fridge brilliance. You're yeah. going to the fridge to grab a soda, and you're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> the corn Hold throws up. butter." <laughs> Hold up, Wait a corn minute. throws I've, butter. I've been eating dry corn like a jackass my whole <laughs> yeah. life. Hold, can I put? I can put butter on corn. What the fuck? Yeah, to, to the fair. Uh, so it's just like, is this for like pre-literate people? Like, is this how people are meant to learn about the fact that butter goes with corn? Like, is this a unit in preschool? And then I realized like, no, I'm reading it. Yeah. Uh, so it, w- it was a real emotional journey for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just looking around in an empty room. Okay. This is for a jackass. One of us is a jackass. Oh shit. It's me. Yeah. Oh shit. It's me. Yeah, don't tell anyone how I live. Uh, <laughs> But the yeah, just the, no the, the the screenshots you shared of that, and the ones you sent me were a miracle. But even the ones that you shared on Twitter were just like a real, a real it's journey. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's real amazing. It's yeah. just, uh, is there anything that can exist that the people from TV tropes don't think that they like figured out in a real way? <laughs> you know. And we've been, uh, you know, we've been very, you know, I think we've been pro TV tropes for several years now. It is a very useful resource if you stick to certain pages. Yeah, it, it's it's like anything where it's done by people. Yeah, yeah. If the quality of those people is going to vary, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so like, I I went through and was reading like, oh, I'm going to read about all the vampire clans again. Yeah, from Vampire the Masquerade because I've been in this Vampire the Masquerade moment, and that's like all the World of Darkness stuff is fun as hell. Oh yeah. Um, you've never read the if like, people have never gone to the character section of Planescape and mm-hmm. just read through all the factions like that. That's a good ass time. It's good stuff. Um. It's good stuff. But yeah, this was not good. Um, so they were wrong about the Michael Jackson thing. And for reasons that Michael Jackson could be taken off of something, this has got to be in the top one, right? 
Uh, like, hey, hey, don't don't show this beloved this beloved recently deceased person as a zombie, please. Yeah, like yeah. as opposed to all the other reasons why Michael Jackson, yes, like became the subject of a popular documentary, right? Like, um, so yeah. and the disco one is better anyway. Mm-hmm. The music thing that pops up for the disco one is good. Oh, I love the background dancers. They're just the, yeah. the all of the, the weird little like Hawaiian shirts and ugly mustaches that they wear. Just a whole That's bunch good. of uh, disco Elysium protagonists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah that's a you know just notable piece of trivia uh from this this was a really popular game uh huge crossover appeal here um mm-hmm. you know sold like gangbusters like if you look at all the platforms that it was brought to it was basically brought to everything except for like smart fridges <laughs> yeah you know and a lot of those are exclusive versions as well so yeah. like there are, there are, there's a pretty comprehensive wiki about this and there are like mini games that only exist, mm-hmm. you know, on the DS version yeah, yeah. Uh, of this game, things like that. Yep. Um, it's huge, uh, big, uh, transmedia thing as well. Um, you know, we, my, uh, when I worked at, uh, PSU, our office did plants versus zombies as a Halloween theme. Oh, wow. One year. Like it, it just like, this has saturation with gen pop. Yeah. Uh, that a way, you know, in a way that things we usually cover on the show do not, you right. know, outside of like Mario. Right, right. Uh, you know, this, this is in the canon as far as like games, you know, somebody on the street will know what it's from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it was a huge hit, uh, in China and Australia. Um, Australia was the soft launch test market for the sequel and China has, uh, something like six different spinoffs. Mm-hmm of uh of this game that have specific plants and different enemy designs and a lot of uh you know specific mechanics like it is a much more robust game yeah yeah. um i was i was surprised about that because i know that like depictions of the undead in chinese media and games often are subject to censorship for different Mm -hmm. reasons and also in a way that is hard to hard to discern like what's going to get hit and what isn't maybe this is like just cute enough uh, it doesn't feature like skeletons or whatever. Um, yeah. But, like all of those, like a lot of those designs and stuff, as I was poking around and looking at that, like, oh, those, like, those look cool and charming. And like, you know, I've not played too much of like the sequels. I got like halfway through Plants vs. Zombies 2. I've never touched mm-hmm. on the, any of the other stuff. I'd be curious if any of those like made their way back here or made their way elsewhere. Uh, they've not. Hmm. Like uh, during my, you know, when I was like way into this, um, I looked around on it and then I, uh, have been in a depression hole because of course I have. Right. And the shape of that has been, uh, playing through all, almost all of Plants vs. Zombies 2. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, a free to play mobile game mm-hmm. that is, you know, it's not, uh, pay to win, like pay to do better, but mm-hmm. you can, you can get all the stuff, uh, just playing it naturally. It's yeah. just harsh and it wants you to spend money. Right. Um, in a way that ramps up. So yeah. early on, uh, so, but it's not, um, you know, the weird thing about Plants vs. Zombies 2 is that, like, a lot of people think of it as just this, like, absolutely cynical cash grab. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it reviewed about as well as the first one did. Yeah. Um, and it is full of, like, imaginative shit. Yeah, like, like you're going to different like, themed worlds and, like, it's like a time time travel kind of thing going on. Yeah, like, you yeah. go to different, and it's really interesting plants and mechanics uh, mm-hmm. they do a really good job with it actually like it's it's pretty fun for a long while mm-hmm. um yeah it is, it is just uh one of the sequels 
uh, to the game. Um, there's a third sequel, a numbered sequel, which has been in kind of early access for a while. It's only available on Android. Hmm. Um, I have not played that, but I looked at uh, some footage of it. Mm-hmm. And the main thing I took from it is that it gives you a bonus for setting up your yard symmetrically, oh. which is something I want because I like doing that. Yeah, I do that anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I want to be rewarded for that. Yep. Um, the other sequels, uh, there's a series of third-person shooter games. Yes. Uh, Garden Warfare and Battle for Neighborville, which I have not played but watched mm-hmm. a little bit of. And then a card game um, that I started playing and that is actually really fun. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, those uh, the, the, those third person shooter games looked really interesting to me. Uh, they looked fun, um, but specifically as like a product, like, hey, your kids probably want to play like, you, you know, they, they like let, let's find a way to introduce this kind of game to kids in a way that is not themed like Gears of War, you know, with curb stomps yeah, and chainsaws and stuff like that. It's like it's like weirdly kind of a predecessor to the main driving idea of Splatoon, weirdly enough. Yeah, yeah. Splatoon yeah. is a good uh, touch point for it and there's less real world integration so it's not like Fortnite, where like yes it's cartoony mm-hmm. but then you go in there and it's like <laughs> and you know, about are... a corporate proxy right and like you know <laughs> like a bunch a bunch of people are like doing lewd dances in front of a premiere of tenant <laughs> such a so, weird thing it's yeah it's not it's not as much of a like a uh something you can't explain to people mm-hmm as uh it's more of a video game yeah as opposed to Fortnite. right um but yeah I, I was interested in them i was like looking at them and i was like man like this looks kind of fun as like a class-based you know shooter mm-hmm. it was good to me so yeah, yeah I, I am uh curious very pro this uh this entire franchise yeah um let's get into it let's do pretty quick episode honestly because you know we're going to be talking about the adventure mode and the mini games when they come up um but like the way that they roll things out is really interesting and the way that they all play together so that's primarily going to be what we're talking about here yeah yeah and there's there's some stuff to talk about with um like puzzle levels and challenge levels and stuff as well yeah like bonus modes outside of adventure uh mode which are all good and fun Mm mm-hmm um, you know, Vase Breaker is really fun. The mode where you play as the zombies is, like, great. Did oh, yeah. you put any time into that? No, I did not. Uh, that's really good. It's a, it's a puzzle. It's like an order of operations puzzle. Hmm. Um, it's very good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we can talk about those a little bit as well. Uh, but the game is a modest game. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it does not take very long to beat. Um, does not take very long to basically do everything. Right. In it. Yeah. Uh, so it's broken up into five chapters. Uh, we begin with day um, in the front yard, and this is your green hill zone. This is where you get your uh, basic projectiles, uh, your basic defense plants, um, and really, like, the zombies, you know, don't have too many wrinkles to them. Um, they mostly mm-hmm. move just kind of in a standard way, um, and some of them have, like, extra defenses. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just, you know, double the hit points. Right. And that that's basically it. 
Um, so we're going to talk about these different plants. Uh, the first level, you get the sunflower, which produces sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pea shooter, which just shoots uh, one pea forward at a regular rate, mm-hmm. uh, kills a zombie as a zombie moves through three tiles. Yes. So that's how long it takes to kill a regular zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we only have one lane uh, in this first one. So we just, you know, it's it's teaching you the basic uh, sunflower, then pea shooter, mm-hmm. even though that is a noob way to do it. Uh, <laughs> put your sunfly- don't put your sunflowers in the back row noobs uh, oh wait so. what I, I still do that what and i was <laughs> the the like I, I'm, I'm exposing myself to this uh you know the infantilization of gary butterfield what Howard Cole ross uh the uh I'm, know, not, so, I'm not infantilizing you you're infantilizing me you call me a noob for playing the game this way well but i'm the real infant Okay. In this situation, because uh, I'm about to like tell you a deep strategy. No, that's zombies, that's, what, that's what we're fucking here that's, for, that's man. That's the concept of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you... Uh, you, you want you want your offensive plants to survive longer than your resource plants. Okay. So, like, if uh, if you have a sunflower in the last row and the pea gets eaten, mm-hmm. the sunflower is dead no matter what. Right. If you have the sunflower in front of it and the sunflower gets eaten, the pea could still kill the zombie. Right, right. So you're less likely to lose both your plants. Right. So it's like a guaranteed loss of both versus, you know, a possible loss of one. Yeah, I can totally see that. I think that I, A, it's force of habit, and B, that gets complicated when you start relying on sunshrooms a little bit. Um, sure. Where you don't want to lose a, sun, a sunshroom because, you know, we'll talk about it, but it takes time for those to mature and give you the... uh Give you the sun that you need to have a good economy. But yeah, no, I ran yeah. into a couple of situations, uh, you know, like what you talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, you just have those first two here and it's just a resource and offense. Right. Which you're being introduced to. Yep. Uh, level two expands the lanes. Um, you have three of them right now. So you're not just, you know, you're not just dealing with the, uh, you know, the, the 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 full field just yet. Nothing new is introduced except for the first big like your first big wave, uh, kind of kind of at the end, which is a little bit like a test, saying like, hey, like did you did you build things up for this as they were going? You know, did you do you have what you need, or you know, are you uh, saving your son so you can deploy stuff quickly? Yes, yeah. Um... The every uh, we didn't mention this before. Every seed packet you have does have a recharge. Yes, so you can't quite spam mm-hmm. uh, these things. Like so, you you're, you're working basically with three resources: it's mm-hmm. uh, cooldowns, space, and uh, re- and sun. Right. Um, and kind of balancing those three things. Mm-hmm. Um, the third level introduces the cherry bomb, um, which is your first oh shit button. Mm-hmm. Um thing this uh destroys all zombies in a, a three by three grid yeah. um but it's your first consumable um it does not last uh you put it down and it explodes right and, uh, and to kind of match this they give you cone head zombies as well right uh, uh which don't consume mass quantities <laughs> no the, 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 they consume plants and branches like the others yeah they've got traffic cones on their head um you know and they turn into regular zombies after the uh you know the hit points on the traffic cone go away mm-hmm. yeah um, the cherry bomb can become a real crutch um, if you uh, if you lean on it. I think that it's kind of a trap to a certain extent. Uh, yeah, but it's it, expensive. Is yeah, the thing it. it costs 150. To put that in context, a sunflower mm-hmm. is 50, and a pea shooter is 100. Yes. Uh, also, the cherry bomb has a very high, um, a very high or long recharge, long cooldown for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, also has a long cooldown uh, is what's introduced in the next one here, the walnut, which is your first uh, your your first purely defensive plant. Yes. Um, so these are static. You put them uh, kind of towards the middle mm-hmm. of your play field, and uh, it takes a long time to kill them. Mm-hmm. So while the zombies stop and eat these, they're taking damage from all your offensive plants behind us. Right. Um, yeah. And these guys have a stoic little uh, tier that shows mm-hmm. up. They start off very strong, then get like they worry about themselves, and then they get very <laughs> sad before they die. Yep. Um, oh, as as like parts of good. their exoskeleton are missing. <laughs> yes. I guess a walnut does have an exoskeleton. I've never really thought about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, much like a bee. <laughs> the meat's uh, inside, Gary. <laughs> the carapace of this walnut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, these are really useful. They've got a long cooldown. So if you're trying to, you know, build a broad base, like, you know, build a, build a wall, it's going to take a lot. Like, you are going to see, like, big threats coming and want to put these out kind of as needed uh, to stop yeah. them. Yeah, and the the or put them out as soon as they're available to plant because you want to start that cooldown again mm-hmm. as soon as possible. There's kind of two different strategies. Yeah, uh, with them. Um, once you get through this level, you get the shovel, uh, which is going to allow you to dig up plants in the lawn, mm-hmm. um, so you can undo things. And you meet Crazy Dave, um, our random buddy, mm-hmm. uh, and he says we should dig up things so we can go walnut bowling, uh, which is our first mini game. Yeah. Uh, this is not difficult, but it is very fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the first conveyor belt level. Um, there are levels that, uh, you know, you start out planting and they're a little slow paced. Mm-hmm. And there are some where you just have a conveyor belt that just gives you things to plant. Mm-hmm. And this one only gives you walnuts that uh, bowl across the stage and hit uh, zombies. Yeah. They make, you know, just regular you know bowling pin noises when you hit. It's very good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're just uh, you're trying to you know hit, hit the groups and prioritize lanes based on what's most crowded. Yep. They yeah. bounce off of uh, enemies. Uh, they'll ricochet. Yes. So there's a little bit of strategy to it, but not a whole lot. Right. And you can't, I, you know, I, as far as I could tell, you can't um, like guess which way they're going to go, whether they're going to veer up or down. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no, no prediction. Right. Um, the game kind of starts in earnest around level six. Yes. Uh, where there's kind of the introduce a meta and then also, uh, the challenge is up a little bit, even though we should know like, this is not a hard game. Right. right. Um, so level six, six, we get a new plant, the potato mine, mm-hmm. uh, which is a disposable plant that trades cost for time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it has an explosion to it, so it'll kill any zombie other than the boss ones in one hit, mm-hmm. but it is, uh, and it costs only 25 sun, which is very cheap. Yeah. It takes uh, roughly a zombie walking across three tiles to arm itself. Right. To explode. Yeah. Um, this kind of starts, for me, the meta of delaying uh, zombies until mm-hmm. I get my economy going. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, so to, to describe how you accomplish that, you know, are you throwing out uh, walnuts as they come in? Um, I'm throwing we... out uh, potato mines. Okay. So uh, just doing sunflowers and then, you know, the first zombie will step on a potato mine. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time the second zombie comes around, your potato mine will be ready again Yeah. Um, yeah. to uh, do that. So you're not putting off anything offensive until you have all mm-hmm. five yeah. sunflowers down. Yeah, so you're uh, you're you're deploying these twenty five sun cost units as opposed to waiting for the hundred sun cost units, which would be the uh, the pea shooters. Um, yeah. And we should say that you know um, for most of the game, the rollout of zombies is very slow within an individual level. 
like you will have time like you know a little a little idle time at the start to do your build before like one shows up and then after yes. you deal with that like another one will show up um, and then maybe two will show up etc down the line so like there is a definite build up to it which you know again will complement that uh economy building phase for you there's also in this uh once they introduce the shop uh they introduce the rake as well mm -hmm. which helps you with that yeah um, um there's an enemy zombie introduced in the stage as well yes uh this is the pole vault zombie uh so <laughs> they're dressed like track stars uh, and they come running in with a uh, with a vaulting pole they move very very quickly the first plant that they get to they will jump over using the uh using the pole uh and then after that they will proceed slowly yes um yeah uh, so this is a big deal that they can they can bypass your defenses, mm -hmm. um, and this in, you know includes just about anything. Right, right. So you have to kind of work around these guys. Um, level seven introduces snow peas, which are 175 sun, much more expensive, mm -hmm. but they uh, slow zombies. Right. They ice them, um, which uh, causes them to move slowly. Mm -hmm. um, this is also the first level with two surges, so you have to uh, plan around that. Right. Uh, snow peas are a good counter for the pole vault zombies, at least at the start. Uh, the trap with the pole vault zombies is to put a, uh, put a walnut in front of them. The slow, the, 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 um, cooldown on that is way too long. Uh, they will vault over and lose their speed to any plant that you put there. So yes. I tend to just kind of like put something low cost. Yeah. yeah. Wherever it's going to yeah, be. Just to trick them into, uh, into jumping over. Yeah. yeah. Um, level eight introduces, um, uh, the Chompers, which is an instant kill. Uh, it's like a Venus flytrap kind of plant. However, mm -hmm. it is vulnerable while it is chewing on the zombies. Yes. Uh, so it takes time to eat them, but these pair really well with walnuts. They can mm -hmm. reach past a walnut to eat. Yes. Um, so it's basically unlimited instant deaths, and the, the instant death does not uh, vary depending on the toughness of the zombie. They'll eat anything in one hit other than the uh, big boss. Yeah, the Gargantuas. Or gargantors or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So these are cool. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is good. They're efficient. They're 150. Yeah. Um, as long as you have something to defend them. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up using them for quite a while. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, and the bucket heads show up in here, which are much tougher than the uh, the cone heads. They're wearing a bucket <laughs> on their head. It takes a long time yeah. to uh, get past that through with peas. And they can guard all the zombies behind them for a very long time. Mm -hmm. They're real problems. These are emergencies when they show up. Yes. Yeah. And at this yep. point, you know, um, at this point before you have things like the magnet rooms or, you know, like the uh, repeaters or whatever it is, like this is a place, mm -hmm. even if it's not no shit time, if I see one of these coming out, I'll use a cherry bomb uh, to get it out of the way. Yeah. 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 If, you, yeah if, you, if you've got that or set up a potato mine, you know, with enough time mm -hmm. for it, if possible. Yes. Cover that bad boy with mashed potatoes. Yes, the <laughs> doom. Um, level nine is kind of our final, like real level mm -hmm. of, of the thing. Each uh, world kind of ends with a level that is a final exam, and then kind of a fun level. Yeah, uh, with the uh, with the seed packet or the conveyor belt, which those are all universally really easy. Mm -hmm. Just plant everything as soon as it shows up, and you're basically fine. Yeah, um, yeah. but they're kind of like empowering breathers. It's like every level ends with a gravity gun. Level almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But level nine is the is the final exam where you have to build up your economy, and they're going to throw everything that they have at you. Yep, um, yeah. and they give you the re the repeater. 
which costs twice as much as a pea shooter, but shoots twice as many peas. Mm-hmm. Um, something that does not help you with your cost, but does help you with your space. Yes. Yeah. So what I would end up doing is like setting up a row of pea shooters. And then as I got enough money, I would dig up the, or I would, I would dig up the pea shooter and then replace it with a repeater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can definitely, you could do that or you can encroach a little bit further into the right side of the screen Mm -hmm. and just layer them. Yeah. You know, so the the idea that these things are more efficient space wise, um, that is a resource as well. Like how far you are towards the encroachment Mm -hmm. is how much time you have to do damage to the zombies. Right. So you're incentivized to stay as left as possible to give you more DPS. Mm -hmm. Um, so you kind of, you're making a decision there as well. Yeah. Again, these subtle little trade-offs that are never explicitly stated, but you feel intuitively. Yeah. 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 Uh, the DNA of this game. <laughs> um, afterwards, we get a little story content. Uh, you get a handwritten note that is written uh, like in kindergarten script from the zombies saying they're going to attack. Right. Uh, and this gives us our, our final level here mm-hmm. of this world. Yeah. And like we said, not a real challenge. Uh, there's only like one, maybe two of these that, that end up being a... Uh, you know, a bit, bit of an issue because of the complication that they bring you, but they give you more than enough of what you need um, to yes. fill the entire screen with projectiles and stop the zombies before they even make it to, you know, two to two columns. In. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and this, again, these are satisfying. That is mm-hmm. the idea, I think. Yeah. Behind them is to be fun. Um, this takes us into our next world at nighttime, which uh, introduces some kind of major changes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, primarily, it's nighttime. which means that this kind of ambient sun that you would get every once in a while kind of on a timer uh doesn't appear it doesn't just drop in the sky Mm -hmm. uh you have to either get it from sunflowers or from uh something that we're going to get here uh pretty soon these sun shrooms which uh start out small and they give you less sun they are cheaper than the sunflowers uh but over time they will grow bigger and give you as much sun as, as the uh as the sunflowers so you're trading off cost yes. for like, uh, you know, a, a, a lower cost, but for a lower initial return. Yes. It's, it, they're longer term investments. Right. Um, and you want to do that because you're going to be getting less sun in general. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also offset by the first offensive plant you get in level one, uh, which is the puff shroom, um, which costs it's your first free plant, mm-hmm. um, costs zero, but it only hits things in the first three squares. Right. Um, so you should always be planting these whenever they're available, even if you're planting them in a really dangerous area. Mm-hmm. Um, sacrifice these. Yeah. Uh, they're cute, but you get nothing <laughs> for saving all your plants. Right. Um, and these these are are really good. Um, any of the fungus types, any of the mushrooms, they end up being um, they're they're nocturnal, so uh, they are not necessarily usable when the sun is out, unless you use a very limited use thing that you only get in the final level. The coffee bean. Yeah. Okay. Um, This introduces the newspaper zombie, which is my favorite one (laughs) personality-wise. Who's like a grumpy dad who's reading a newspaper and works as a shield. And then Uh when you take it away, he gets cranky and moves fast because you took away his paper. (laughs) There's so much about his design. He's got the comb over. uh, So Mm -hmm. he looks like a dad. He's wearing kind of like the... uh, like a like a smoking jacket almost, and I think is are his pants down? Like is he is he walking in his underwear? Something I think he is walking in his like boxers. Yeah, so just the I also idea. love the noise he makes. The mm, <laughs> <they> does, <laughs> like, it's really funny. Yeah, oh, 
<laughs> but just the idea that he was turned into a zombie while he was reading on the toilet is very fun to me in a juvenile yeah. kind of way. Uh, but yeah, yeah. like th- these kind of like serve as a reverse pole vaulter where they start out slow, but then they get fast as opposed to starting out fast um, and moving uh, or as opposed to starting out slow and then moving fast. Wait, yes. uh, you understand what uh, I mean? You know, yeah, I think I think hopefully people get it. <laughs> the um, level two introduces another wrinkle to nighttime, which is tombstones. Yeah, uh, which always gives me paperboy vibes whenever there are just tombstones in people's yards. <laughs> um, these are great. Uh, you can't build on them, um, and they'll block your shots. Uh, so these these are a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, th- is this where they give you the grave buster? Yeah, yeah. So the what they do, they introduce the tombstones, and then they give you the grave buster at the same level. But as you go, there are more tombstones that are added to individual stages. So there are like only three of them at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this kind of blocks, and these will also spawn zombies during big waves, which is important because they're spawning closer to your your home base. Yeah. So, you know, getting rid of these will uh, will save you during those big waves uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, if you are designing your entire field for zombies emerging from the right, these end up being, again, emergencies that appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is where you get the sunshroom and you can start kind of like varying up your economy. Once I get this, I never use sunflowers in the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there are actually uh, – there's – Something to be said also for using them um, with sunflowers, mm-hmm. like doing a row of these and then doing a row of sunflowers. Yeah. After that, uh, especially once you start wanting to use more expensive plants. Yes. We're not there yet. Like everything is pretty cheap right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this introduces the uh, kind of meta shop um, afterwards where uh, he runs a – Crazy Dave runs a shop out of the back of his car uh, called Crazy, Crazy Dave's Twiddly Dinkies. Um. And uh, this allows you to buy mini games to play, um, new plants, plant upgrades, and the ability to buy extra seed slots. Right. Um, and the humble rake, which is two hundred dollars, <laughs> which is really cheap, and automatically takes out the first zombie in any wave, which yeah. will buy you time and is usually worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, did you play this on PC or did you play it on uh, on mobile? I have done both. Uh, I played it on PC for this refresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually my third time playing through Plants vs. Zombies 1. Um, Same for first me, actually. on PC, yeah. then on my iPhone, then on PC this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I did this on, on mobile. I played this on my iPad. Uh, something that is a little bit annoying is, even though I had previously bought just Plants vs. Zombies, just a regular downloadable version of it that was the complete game that is no longer available (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I couldn't recover the purchase. Instead, what you get is a free ad supported version. Uh, You can pay to get rid of the ads, but then that never worked for me. Maybe their payment processor was down. So I got ads in between most of the levels. Additionally, at the start, you could watch an ad to get a free rake and you could not buy the rakes from crazy Dave. Yeah. Um, so I never had the rake because fuck watching an ad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit is, is pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's worse than plants versus zombies too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just, I like the, for some reason, this feels more profane to me because, because they, you already they, bought it. Yeah. They took away something that I had and like, they only made me get a worse version of it. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, PC version is still ad free. Yeah. Uh, if you go back to that, but I, I think that they just kind of don't think very many people are playing that version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so, so it's not it's, worth yeah. messing with from a, from an investment yeah. and return point of view. 
Um, but this is, this is this meta, uh, you know, buying a shop, you know, having a shop is good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to buy, you know, more, more exciting things from this eventually. Right. Um, level three of night, uh, introduces the fume shroom, uh, which is really good. It has this short v- range VIP. Yep. This thing is great. Uh, but we'll go through, uh, different defenses, specifically right. screen door shields, mm-hmm. uh, which are huge. Um, but mostly it has, uh, piercing shots. Mm-hmm. Um, it will shoot through an enemy, not just their shield, but it just an enemy itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have, you know, something we described earlier, either a cone head or a bucket head zombie with a whole bunch, like, you know, kind of gathered up or bunched up behind it, putting out a fume shroom will damage all of them at the same time. Um, yeah. which, uh, is a huge multiplier effect for you. Yep. Really, really good, uh, plant. Yeah. Um, after you get uh, through this, uh, you get the Suburban Almanac, which is how we, it's our like bestiary mm-hmm. of the plants and zombies. Uh, this is mostly for humor. Yep. Um, and level four introduces the Grave Buster, which uh, you can put on tombstones to take them off the field. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really scary looking in this. Eventually they made this like kind of cuter yeah. uh, in the sequel, <laughs> but this version's real spooky and I don't know what it's supposed to be. Uh, neither do I. It looks like tree bark or something like that. Like it looks like evil. a yeah, like like, like, like an, an evil, evil bark, an evil hollow log or whatever that like munches on the tombstone from the top down. Like later on, they made it into like ivy, which makes sense because ivy will grow up over tombstones and etc. Um, here though, it is weirdly unsettling. Yeah, yeah it's real <laughs> pissed. <laughs> Very angry. Um. But this is useful. Yes. Yeah. You want to get those. You want to get those tombstones off of the board. Uh, level five to kind of teach you how to use the grave buster. There's a little mini game here, wacky zombie. Yeah. Uh, where you use the grave busters uh, that are sent down on the conveyor belt to get rid of these tombstones that are spawning these zombies. You do not have plants that will deal with the zombies. Instead, you have a mallet, and you either tap on or click on the zombies in order to uh, knock them out. So you're just tapping or clicking very quickly. Uh, no real skill involved here, but again, this is them using every part of their interface. Like, why not have this little mini game here? Yeah. Little hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah. It teaches you about the usefulness of the grave busters. Mm-hmm. Um, level six introduces a really interesting plant, uh, the hypno shroom, uh, which is, uh, you know, one of your disposable plants basically. Yeah. Um, but it's cheaper priced and it hypnotizes a zombie to make it turn around and damage zombies along the way. Right. Um, and they, they tend to pair the, uh, the plant with the counter, mm-hmm. you know, or the zombie with the counter. So the football zombie shows up here who is really tough and fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you manage to hypnotize him, he'll take out his entire lane. Yeah. He'll turn around and, uh, take everybody out. Yeah. Um, and it ends up being a little bit of a trade off here because, you know, if you want the football zombie to be very useful when it turns, um, it's weird to talk about a zombie turning again. Like you kind of want to let it get a little bit pretty far down the lane. Um, mm-hmm. so it will, there will be time for other zombies to spawn behind it when it turns around. So yeah, yeah. you want to, uh, kind of ride this a little bit and put out the shroom at the last possible moment. Yes. Uh, the zombie actually has to eat it. To, it doesn't explode. Right. Right. So, uh, zombies that just leave the gargantars just smash. It doesn't work with, and, uh, you can't just place it, you know, right behind a zombie. It has to be right in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, the next level, level seven, uh, we get the scaredy shroom, which Love is really cheap and long range, but it retracts if a zombie gets close. Right. Um, real good. Yeah. So just plant these in your back row and nothing should ever get close enough to stop them. Yep. 
Yeah, and the yeah. fact that they can they uh, duck down is actually kind of an advantage. Um, if you don't have room in your back row, you can actually play these uh, a little bit further up, mm-hmm. and they're basically invincible. Yeah. So. Good stuff. And basically, they have the what feels like the same power as a pea shooter, but for one fourth of the cost. Yeah. Yeah. These things are great. Yeah. Um, also pretty great is the oh shit button for the, um, specifically for the nighttime levels, which is the ice shroom, which you get in level eight. Uh, mm-hmm. this is consumable, uh, you, wherever you plant it, it will explode and give the frozen status to, uh, every zombie on the screen. Um, mm-hmm. not just slowing them down, but like keeping them in place for like a little bit before they start moving yep. slowly and they get back up, back up to full speed. And this is introduced with uh, something at Counters, which is that dancing zombie, formerly uh, Michael Jackson, now <laughs> a disco friend. And uh, his whole thing is he goes forward, and every once in a while he stops and summons uh, a zombie in each of the four cardinal directions around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can do this multiple times yeah. if you've killed the other uh, zombies. Um, you get an achievement for hypnotizing him, and you <laughs> will uh, summon hypnotized zombies. Mm. So you can uh, use this to your advantage. I never had that happen. Um, There's like a, that, that's a weird order of operations to kill the one in front of him and then plant mm-hmm. the plant the hypno shroom right there. Yeah, I like that as like an arcade style gambit. Yeah, it's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, you uh, you want to freeze him before he can summon his backup dancers. So you can you can kill him before he does it. Yeah. Um, level nine is again your big final exam, but this introduces another oh shit button for the nighttime levels: the doom shroom. Uh, which is also spooky, which is also angry, mm-hmm. um, and comes with a big trade-off. It will kill what seems like all, everything in the entire screen, but is actually like a, in a five by seven grid around it. So it won't mm-hmm. kill everything, all the zombies, but it will kill most of them. However, um, it will leave a crater behind where you cannot plant anything uh, for a yeah. long while until it fills in and grows over. Yeah, and the trade-off is this is, uh, you know, it's like the cherry bomb. Yeah, uh, here, but it's a bigger area of effect, um, and it's it's the nighttime version of it. Yeah, so you can still do a cherry bomb, but mm-hmm. uh, this thing is fine. I don't get a lot of use out of this thing. No, honestly. no, it's not really worth a slot, especially compared to uh, the cherry bomb. Yeah, uh, I ended up like the cherry bomb. I only really use until the squash comes around. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me personally, um, and then of course this ends with a uh, conveyor belt battle which there's not a whole lot to the zombies invite themselves over for ice cream but also brains yep because uh that is That's... zombie humor in 2009 <laughs> hi it's 2009 so, um yep. i am johnny plans versus zombies and we have brains here brains and bacon yeah there's something in about a brain like a brain freeze there's something mm-hmm. about brain freeze that they can probably do they probably work that into the uh in, into some of the almanac maybe in the, in the sequel who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, wifey says that it's time for a movie. We need a drinky. <laughs> um, this, this starts to the next day where the zombies have now decided to go to your backyard. Yes. Uh, where you have a pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and the pool yeah. is three lanes wide, uh, kind of in the middle, running down the entire uh, the entire length of the screen. And you can only plant things either that are, um, you know, specifically aquatic plants. There, those are very limited. Uh, in order to plant regular stuff, you have to put on, you have to put down lily pads, which basically add an extra twenty-five sun um, uh, cost to anything you want to plant in those in those three middle rows. Yeah, yeah. Um, isn't it two? 
lanes mm-hmm. in the middle? Isn't it two two pools, two lanes on each one, not three? Uh, I, I believe it's I think, two, I think it's two. I think it's two and two and two, but I could be confused. Yeah, it's probably, it should be two and two and two. Sorry. I, I keep being confused because I've been, I play the sequel and I played other modes. Right. So it's, right. Not, it's not really important. I just don't want to get added because, yeah. uh, it's a minor emergency <laughs> when I get added about something now because <laughs> not because it ruins my day, but it makes me, it brings out mean feelings in me that aren't. Yeah. Clear. It's like, and oh, it's just, so you, uh, so you want me to go fix the episode, huh? <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do? Edit out the, the, oh, I so we said three instead of two. <laughs> like figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the, the healthiest uh, impulse. <laughs> no, no, it's it's bad, but it's you know it's we're doing our best here. Yeah. Um. The uh, it also introduces so the lily pads and then also some particularly nasty aquatic zombies. Yes. Um. And uh, I think you mentioned no lawnmowers mm-hmm. in the pool. You have to buy those, and they're expensive. Yes. Uh. So that's that's no good. Mm-hmm. And like the no lawnmower in the pool that has like a weird knock on effect for the economy. So at the end of every level. Um, every lawnmower that you have remaining becomes a, uh, a gold coin that will add to you. Um, mm-hmm. here though, you know, you have one third fewer coins coming to you at the end. Uh, so you've yeah. got to make that up elsewhere. If you are like saving up for something big from the store, we should talk about up- up- upgrade plants here as mm-hmm. well, uh, that you can buy from the back of crazy Dave's car. Uh, his DeLorean or whatever it is. It's a hatchback. Um, these are plants, like they take up a slot in your, uh, in your little seed belt there. Uh, and you have to, you know, they take sun and you have to plant them on particular other plants, but they improve the capacity, um, or they improve the abilities of whatever they're planted on. So like you can turn a sunflower into a double sunflower that will produce twice as much. Um, which will help yeah. you economize space. Like it'll turn um, repeaters into Gatling peas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, not not quite a pun. The Gatling pea. Yeah, uh, but it shoots four instead of two. Um, that does not save you money. It just saves you space. Right. Um, wisely, I think they got rid of these in the sequel. Yeah, and just made them cost more. So you can just plant any of these things right in right at the front. Mm-hmm. Um, they just give you the full cost. Yeah. And I think that that's significantly better. Yeah. And the sequel also um, adds the idea of plant food, which gives like temporary buffs. Like it'll temporarily, you know, double the abilities or enhance the abilities of um, yeah. plants you throw out. Which is actually like, that's actually a hugely cool addition to yes. that. Like it seems like it's just going to be a cash grab thing mm-hmm. because you can buy it. Yeah. Um, with, with fake currency and then you can buy fake currency with real currency, <laughs> but it actually, uh, is really interesting. Like some of them are very imaginative, mm-hmm. um, you know, and several of them are very, like very powerful as well. Yeah. So Plants vs. Zombies 2, good game. Mm-hmm. Um, just not perfect. And also, uh, it does, it is compulsive in a way that it wants to be to prey on my depression personally. Yep. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so the first level has the lily pads and just regular uh, zombies in uh, inflatable duck things like uh, that one U.S. acre. Uh, yeah, like um, little uh, inner, inner tube kind of things. Yeah. Inner tubes, yeah. Uh, two introduces a plant I really like, mm-hmm. uh, the squash, um, which is, as far as instant kill plants, I think is underpriced. Yeah. Uh, it's only 50 um, and it will kill a zombie next to it. But if that zombie, it'll kill everything in one space. Yes. So zombies can overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it'll go behind it as well. So if a zombie has gotten past an area, mm-hmm. you can put this to the right of it and it will kill that zombie as well. Yeah. Um, I like this because it's cooldown is, uh, briefer than it should mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I have to imagine that this is something that they nerfed or introduced much later in the sequels. Uh, he shows up, but the sequels are just generally like a lot harder. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the sequel is just a much harder game. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't help you quite as much. Like the, the sequel, your offense is actually much more generous mm-hmm. um, in the sequel. So for example, uh, there are more zero cost plants mm. um, and you don't have the uh, nighttime restriction for mushrooms. Right. So right. like there's no reason uh, not to have the, um, the little miniature zero cost mushrooms yeah. every level because they're free. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the enemies are much more devious. Yeah. So, huh. Uh, this level, in addition to this very grumpy squash introduces the snorkel zombies. Uh, these things are insidious. Uh, what they, yeah. <laughs> so what they do is they swim underwater, uh, and your regular projectiles cannot hit them. They only surface when they find, when, when they, uh, hit a plant that they're going to try to eat. So this is a use for putting out lily pads with walnuts kind of out toward the beginning in order to stop these before they get in and, uh, get to your back row. Yep. Yep. Which, which I keep wanting to call the back wall, but that's a different thing. Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> um, there's also the uh, three Peter, which shows up here, which is one plant uh, that covers three different lanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, very expensive, but very space efficient. Yeah, you know, uh, and they'll overlap mm-hmm. uh, with them. So these are neat uh, if you can afford them. And this is around when really expensive plants show up and you might want to start uh, doubling your sun economy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's no coincidence that this is a, a two by two by two. Uh, so putting four sunflowers in the top section of grass and four sunflowers in the bottom section mm-hmm. and leaving the water sunflowerless uh, is kind of showing you the uh, the advantages of getting more than your standard five sunflowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I, I, I don't know. I, like it's just a compulsion or maybe it's ritual, but I'm always rocking a full two rows or a full two columns of, uh, of sunflowers at the back. Yeah. It's great. Like yep. it is really good to do it. I think that the game earlier, this like suggests just doing one column Yeah, and then uh, by making the water and having that lily pad tax, mm-hmm. uh, I think they kind of discourage it. Yeah. Um, yep. Level three induces the Kangle or the Tangle Kelp. <laughs> the, the Kangle. Uh, the, the Kegel. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the Kegel Temp, who uh, we fired immediately once they started making conversation in the break room. Um, the uh, Which is uh, like a mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it acts like the squash or the uh, the potato mine. Instantly kills one zombie, uh, can be planted in the water, and is very cheap. Mm-hmm. So um, always be planting uh, Tangle Kelp. Yes. Uh, it, it looks like a scarier version of Tangela, the uh, the Pokemon, yeah. which is already a pretty upsetting Pokemon. So Yeah. yeah angry <laughs> Tangela. Um, level four doesn't really introduce anything, except I noticed like it is it is very clear that they are starting the uh, the zombies much sooner in this. Mm-hmm. Like they show like one shows up like right away. Uh, so you really only have a chance to meet plant like maybe one, maybe two sunshrooms here before things are up and running, um, which puts you at a real disadvantage, actually, yeah. throughout the entire thing, uh, because that early time uh, is important. Yep. Uh, once you beat this, though, you get a piece of bacon, which uh, Crazy Dave will buy off you for a lot of money mm-hmm. uh, because bacon... <clears throat> became a meme is, um is it, yeah and i feel yeah. you know I, I always feel a little bit self-conscious it's it's kind of like when you make when you when you make fun of the democrats and somebody says oh but you're gonna vote for biden right 
Um, yeah. and I'm going to stop answering yes, because they need to be uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Was that, did you see that Cornell West thing where he's like, we got to vote for him, but we don't have to lie about him. <laughs> I, I, I felt so seen by that. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, why do we, like, we don't have to lie about it. We don't uh-huh. have to, like, I, I can't pretend to be enthusiastic when I'm not. Yeah, I reckon. You know, yeah. don't ask me, don't ask me to lie. Right, right. You know, don't ask me to pretend. Yeah. So, like, making fun of the bacon meme, obviously bacon is delicious. If you are a person who eats meat or who eats pork, it's basically meat candy. I will never turn my nose up at bacon. However, the yeah. fact that it became kind of this totem and there was bacon flavored everything um, and just kind of became a punchline. Just a general punchline of itself uh, was yeah. was a dumb thing about that time period. I think. Yeah, there's there's that that uh, it's you know it's it's been a full moon or something. So the you know these are the books that if you go over to a man's house and he has them on their bookshelf, mm-hmm. these are the warning sign tweets are going around okay. again. Yeah, because you know, it's just the, it's that time again. Which which and books are, are usually on that? I don't know with that. Uh, it's like Anne Rand, obviously, but then also like Chuck Palahniuk and Infinite Jest. And uh, you know, stuff I'm, feel, like that. I'm feeling pretty self conscious because I have all of those. So no, I mean it's it's well, it's nonsense. <laughs> yeah, right? okay. it's 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 stupid as hell. Yeah, uh, but a real thing to be scared of is somebody has a shirt with the word bacon on it or a picture of bacon. Yes, you know, because that doesn't really speak that well. Like even if they like bacon, uh-huh. like I don't know, just from a fashion perspective, it feels like you, yeah. could, you could do better. Yeah, I, I feel that way about graphic tees in general. But you know, everybody do well, their own thing. Degrees of graphic tees. Yes, further. there there are. Like there are. you know, wearing a shirt with your friend's band on it. Yeah, fine. Is not a, the same thing as wearing thing. a shirt with like. <laughs> Don't you talk know. to me until I've had my 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 bacon. No, or my bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like death taxes, bacon, or something like that. In a Joker man font. Like <laughs> one tequila, two tequila, three tequila, bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Like, you know, no. at the count of bacon, we unleash, unleash our horde. Yeah. <laughs> unleash the bacon. Like, any of those things are not. Unleash the cracklins. <laughs> like, there, there, there's... <laughs> That's good. You, you, you got me. You got me. <laughs> unleash the crack. But I wouldn't wear it on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll fucking... I'll, I'll destroy a fucking cracklin. I, yeah. I put myself on a diet. Right now, I would just fucking... What would I do for a cracklin? <laughs> like, elbow somebody in the temple. I, fuck your I would Klondike bars, for, dude. Yeah, no, I would. Fu- I would fuck a Klondike bar for <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that's our type five on Biden and bacon. Biden and bacon. Ugh. Yep. Don't talk to me until I've had my Biden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, hate level it level here. five gives us. <laughs> yeah, I need everything. Uh, level five gives us another mini game. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the Big Trouble Little Zombie mini game, uh, where the zombies are little and cute mm-hmm. and less durable, but they're faster and they are way more of them. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they specifically eat faster, uh, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you yeah. gotta. It's it, this ultimately doesn't feel too different than a regular no. conveyor belt level. It's just kind of no. cute, you know. Just gimmick. Yeah, yeah. We we should mention like, you know, if people have never played this and they never will, it only takes a few minutes to play any of these levels. Yeah, you yeah. know, like this this all goes really quick. Like Plants vs Zombies is one of the best games for the like, if you're bored, wait a second, it'll change. Mm-hmm. Kind of aspect of games like. Everything moves at such a clip that you're, you know, you're almost never stuck. Like, this goes down fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, playing through yeah. one of these one of these stages is like a 20-minute affair. 
if you're like not One taking of the notes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Like not a stage. Like it's not like 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Level two. <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> one of these chat, one of these chapters or episodes, the, 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 the packs yeah. of 10 levels. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very, uh, very svelte. Mm-hmm. Um, level six introduces the jalapeno. Love this uh, thing. Which is good. He's a little, little cheaper than the cherry bomb. But it can kill uh, so many more, more things. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's better. Yeah. Um, it uh, it does sets fire to an entire row. It doesn't set fire to your plants, mm-hmm. um, but it sets fire to an entire row and then melts ice. Yes, uh, that's there, uh, and this becomes important because it introduces the zumbini. Uh, which <laughs> you is mean a, the zamboni? zamboni <laughs> the zamboni, yeah, which is the zumbini. Okay, for zambones. Weird crossover. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, I definitely read that as as zumbini. Um, <laughs> Which uh, creates an ice path, which you can't plant on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, zombie bobsled, bobsled teams will pop through and they move really fast across the ice. And there's yeah. four of them. I love that. I love the uh, yeah. the zombie bobsled, bobsled team. Yeah, uh, Maybe you want to watch Cool Runnings, Runnings again. That's a, that's a fine movie. Is it? Yeah. Cool Runnings is good. Huh. It's just like a, just like a, like, a, like a fun like sports comedy kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. I've never seen it. I mean, yeah, I, you know, it's probably, it's probably pretty, pretty dated or whatever, but I have seen it in the last, like, let's say five years, just like on TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, there are like good jokes here, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Cool runnings. No cool runnings. Yeah. Late, uh, late John, uh, <laughs> I must said John Kerry, late John Candy movie. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, John Kerry, <laughs> I mean, you, you don't have to vote for him, but or you do have to vote for him, but don't lie about it. Um, <laughs> The, uh, this time it'll work. Uh, anywho, anyway, um, this thing is good. And the, uh, the ball, you want to get rid of ice mm-hmm. on your stage. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, also like the, the, the Zamboni, if you let it go, if you let it go, like it instantly plows over any plants and that's why like, it, yeah, again, it's an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're used to a counter for this and it's a plant I really like mm-hmm. the, uh, spike weed. Which uh, can be a, a disposable plant. Um, it'll sacrifice itself to pop the tires on the zamboni mm-hmm. um, and make them explode. But it passively hurts zombies that walk over it. Okay. Um, so you need, uh, I think, two of these will kill a regular zombie. Okay. Uh, in a row. One of them will damage it uh, the equivalent of half its health, I want to say. Okay. Um, so if you put these at the far right... Uh, in a non-Zamboni level, mm-hmm. uh, they basically it weakens everything that's coming through. Okay, everything will require significantly less less hits. Yeah, and, and so um, and and the spike weed is pretty cheap. Do they like? Does the spike weed take damage as zombies like walk over it, or is it just mm, boom, you're good? No, I think it only takes damage from uh, a a tire. Okay, like a, a Zamboni. Huh. So nothing else will hurt it, um, or a uh, a gargantar will smash it. I think. Yes. I can't yeah. remember that exactly, but yeah, yeah, they uh, it's just like a passive defense. Also, do you remember, um, or you know, can you say, do, does the spike weed bypass the defense on the cone heads and the bucket heads? No, it just does damage to them. Gotcha. So gotcha. It, it weakens them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that cone head will only take a couple of peas after it walks over the spikes. Gotcha. But it's basically like I like these for giving you something to do at the right side of the field. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because usually um, it's a no man's line. Yeah. It's like a debuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun maze. Yeah. Um, level 8 introduces the Torchwood, uh, which that is a reference to... Um, it's a Doctor Who spinoff. A Doctor Who spinoff. So 2009. <laughs> um, 
I never quite got these. It's really situational. I, um, yeah, yeah, but I, and I don't know about the situation where it works. So it's like, it's a buff. It's a, it, it's a buff for your projectiles. Anything that passes through it, except for the snow peas, uh, you know, will catch fire and it will, uh, do extra damage. However, I didn't see a lot of like benefit in taking up space either on the board or in my, uh, my, my seed packet slots. Yeah. Yeah. So like I did this once, but like, I don't know if I'm going to be spending that much sun on something like a repeater will probably do the, do, do what I need it to do. A, a repeater will do exactly the same. Yeah. Like this doubles damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so this doesn't become efficient until you have at least two plants behind it. Yeah. Like if you put two pea shooters instead of one repeater behind it, you've saved like 25 sun or something. Yeah. Um, you know, but even then you haven't really saved it, you know, right. it's it, cause you're buying the torchwood. Like these are real weird. It also, um, if you end up freezing anything, if you're using, uh, the ice room or you're using the snow pea, this will thaw them. Yeah. By this, like I've never really liked this, uh, this plant. No, and there's also uh, not like an ice elemental enemy that this like, you know, is a strict counter to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there are, there, they, they fuck around with that kind of mechanic in the sequel. Yeah. But in this one, not so much. No, no. So it ends up being something that I will try out because I forget that it's really limited and then just it is immediately backbenched. Yeah. yeah. Not really worth it. Nope. Uh, uh <laughs> like it's weird because, you know, because they always introduce a new, a new plant with the zombie that, that it works against. Uh, this is really not the case here with the dolphin rider, uh, who is riding mm-hmm. a dolphin who is also a zombie. <laughs> That's what the almanac yeah. says. Um, and this is like an aquatic version of the pole vaulter, except it, it feels much more, uh, durable to me. Yeah. Well, and it's only showing up in water where your defenses are limited. Right. You know, at, at this point. So these, these things are tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, level nine gives you the tall nut, uh, which is a tall walnut. Um, <laughs> it is more, uh, durable and pole vaulters can't pole vault over it. Right. Um, so these are really great. They're much mm-hmm. more expensive, but they're really good. Yeah. Um, and this is just your final exam level. Like everything is being thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the conveyor belt here is especially empowering because it feels much more chaotic. However, they give you so many three Peters. And again, because this is a spread shot and because they can overlap, you end up with just a complete tsunami, a complete uh, tidal wave of, um, yeah. of projectiles headed down, downfield. Yes. Super fun. Um, so we're introduced to fog, uh, the next night. Um, and this is the, the backyard at night. Right. Uh, so the pool is producing fog, um, and uh, there's also fog to the right. So there's kind of a fog of war where you can't see the zombies. Yeah. Uh, this messes up your early game quite a bit mm-hmm. um, because you will hear the zombie, you know, moaning. You'll hear the little, uh, uh, like, theremin sound as it appears. Um, but you will not know which lane it is, which lane it is in um, until it gets kind of near the near the end when the fog becomes mm-hmm. just a little bit more transparent uh, and something that they do to kind of vary the difficulty of this. Um, they change the amount of fog that is on screen, like how many columns at the far right are covered by it. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, this is a thing where if you're not doing the uh, shitty freemium version of the rake, the rake <laughs> is really useful for this because it's yeah. automatically in the first row that a zombie will show up in. Right. Um, level one, you get the sea shroom, which is like a puff shroom. It's, it's free, uh, can, but it can only be planted in water. 
um, and introduces Jack in the Box zombies, which walk up uh, using a Jack in the Box as a shield um, as they crank it, and then they explode when they reach a plant. Yeah, uh, destroying it in you know without a delay. Yeah, um, they they destroy like a three by three um, area around them too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they can kill zombies. I think they can in the sequel at the very mm-hmm. least. Yeah. Um, but there's still a big problem because losing a plant is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You don't get those resources back. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, level two introduces a counter for the fog. Uh, one of two you're going to get. Uh, you have these planters, uh, which you can put out. Uh, they will clear fog around it, I believe, in a five by five grid. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to want to put like two of these down at the far end, one on the top and one on the bottom uh, at the very least. And you're always going to end up like needing to rebuild these because they have low health and you're putting it, you know, they're only useful when they're in a position where the zombies are going to get to them. Yeah. And this is the fulcrum, like the introduction of this plant mm-hmm. is the fulcrum on which I think the game kind of shifts from fewer like fun empowering plants and more specific counters. Yeah. Um, with plenty of exceptions, mm-hmm. you know, but in general, like safety bit style things where it's right. like, are less fun to me. Yeah. You know, uh, in this area, an enemy causes instant death. Use this equipment slot to get rid of it. Yes. You know, in this area, there are enemies that do this. Mm-hmm. Use this to get rid of it. Like, that's a little less fun to me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still, like, it doesn't ruin it or anything like that. But mm-hmm. it, it kind of slows that that drip of new yeah. toy. It, it gives you less room for expression, let's say. Because remember, yeah. at the beginning of each of these levels... As you are picking which uh, seeds you want to put in your seed slot, you are seeing, like, you know, the camera pans bright and you see the loadout of enemy zombies who are going to be coming down the way. And so, like, you you know, you, you, you realize, okay, we have pole vaulters. I need tall nuts instead of walnuts or in addition to walnuts, you know, et cetera, and on down the line. So, like, there are more obligatory things that you have to put in, which leaves you fewer slots for, like, any particular strategy you might have. You know, yeah. Um, you know, come to regard as being really fun. <laughs> yeah, and and these this one is one of the the better ones because you don't have to do plant turns. No, you know, no. you can free ball it and just kind of do a really strong offense that will take out anything that'll pop out. Yeah. But they get a little bit more prescriptive, uh, specifically on the roof. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, level three introduces the cactus, uh, which is slightly more expensive than a uh, pea shooter and does mm-hmm. the same damage. But uh, if a zombie comes in with a balloon, which will go over your defenses, it will pop it and yeah. uh, put it on the ground. Yep. It'll, like, grow up taller, and you'll hear, like, a slide whistle sound effect, which is fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. But uh, but these are good. I have, like, you know, after these come out, um, you know, just you, you just end up replacing your pea shooters with these. They made um, – these are really interesting in the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed them uh, pretty completely where they do piercing shots. And then when an enemy gets close, they turn into spike weeds. Ooh. Like they duck underground so they can't be killed, but they'll damage enemies that walk on top of them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There, yeah. Like, there's a lot of really interesting plants in the sequel. Like they did. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, the absolutely shameless cash grab that. It, yeah. I was going to say it's a, it's a shame that it's totally not worth playing. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> if they just put out like a $20 version that just had everything. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so good. Yeah. You know, it's just like I really wish they would do that. But, <laughs> but you can't make money by charging somebody for a product. <laughs> yeah, that's not how you make money, you know? <laughs> Fucking EA. Uh, um, so, so these are good. Level 4 introduces the Blover, uh, which is a clover that acts like a fan. And this uh, clears the fog temporarily, but instantly kills any enemy that's flying. Yes. 
So yeah, um, and it, like it, when it blows the fog away, it stays out for you know uh, a, f- a few beats, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time you get your, your economy humming um, in the back half of this uh, little chapter here, like you can just you always have enough sun to throw one of these out to keep the field clear. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, level um, five introduces what I think is my favorite of the mini games here. The uh, the vase breaker. You, you got to play these the, the other mini games, man. Yeah. This is there's a bunch of mini vase breaker levels. That it, this is like a mini game in the mini game menu as well. Okay, but this gets really cool and interesting hmm. as you go. So well, talk to me about you'll it. You'll dig it. Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, you know there are vases on the right, uh, and you break them, and they have uh, kind of random things in it. It's either a seed to plant or a zombie, and you have to uh, kind of time and meter your uh, revealing of these things. Like you can't spam it; um, you reveal them slowly to plant around yeah. the zombies that are revealed uh, and the plants that you get. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we, we should lay out specifically why it's bad to spam it, because if you break a bunch of uh, vases and it is more zombies than plants, uh, you do not have anything that you can put out um, to uh, to stop them. And it is much more trouble to stop a bunch of zombies with nothing. Yeah. yeah. Or, or they'll just get overwhelmed. Like you're yes. trying, you have one pea shooter versus like three zombies, which will not win. Mm-hmm. So you take these slow. Um, this is more robust in the puzzle mode and it gets uh, trickier. Mm-hmm. Um, they start doing things like you reveal uh, planterns that will show what's inside vases so you can strategize oh, cool. uh, and stuff. Like, it's neat. Yeah. It's good. Um, but when you said it was your favorite of them, it's actually, like, the ones that are in the minigame thing, it's my least favorite of them, but it's still mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. The other two are better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, I'm not trying to brag or anything. I just want you to play them. No, is no. I just for for me, yeah. plants is plants versus zombies is the adventure mode, and that's it. So, yeah. well, I've, you know, you got to change. You got to you got to switch over and like uh, they're real fun. I know yeah. you like them. I, I'm sure I would. Yeah. I like this game quite a bit, Gear. But I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I think I would like them, but uh, I'll pass. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'll, I'll keep it installed on my iPad for a little bit, and I'll poke around at them. It's fine. Yeah. They, they, they take like two seconds. Yeah. Like it, it'll be over in like an evening. <laughs> okay. You, cool. Get real sad. And uh-huh. then when you need something really undemanding. Okay. Dive into these. Yeah. All right. You know, do I have to make you real sad? <laughs> Don't make me make you real sad. <laughs> I can, um, <laughs> do you have to I go in the play, sad sack? I can play the song. Don't, I can play Desperado. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can play the song. Don't make me put you in the sad sack. <laughs> oh, not the sad sack. Oh. Um... So, so anywho, uh, the next level, level six, introduces kind of a counter plant, mm-hmm. which I, I don't love, which is the split pea, um, which shoots one pea forward but two peas back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only a little bit more expensive than regular pea shooters, uh, which is uh, a blessing. Yeah. And this is to counter minor zombies, which dig past all your defenses and then head towards uh, from the left to the right. Right. Uh, so you all your shit. yeah, so they'll pop up where you have your, uh, your support stuff and you want to have something that will shoot backwards in order to take these out. Uh, this, I, I don't like this. Uh, I don't like this no. at all. Really? No, this is annoying. Yeah. Um, you don't have to use split peas for this. You can leave your back row, uh, open mm-hmm. and you can put like cherry bombs and shit there, but eventually they will just be too many of these things. Yeah to really get around it. The, the, the squash ultimately ends up being the way to deal with these, I think. But the problem is, yeah. you know, like you have to dig up something uh, to plant the squash in a place where it'll take out the guy. Yeah. Or leave your back row open the whole time, which is real estate that's valuable. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, a better version of this uh, kind of counter is the starfruit. Mm-hmm. 
which is introduced in level seven. Uh, this is real weird. It shoots in five directions at once, but they're real weird. Yeah, it doesn't shoot forward at all. Yeah. So it yeah. shoots backwards, up and down, and then two forward diagonal directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you put like a full column of these, it'll actually, you know, do a sufficient spamming kind of effect. Um, but like if you've got it at the top or the bottom, a lot of those shots are going to be wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, these are real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like them more than I like the uh, split P. They cost the same, Yeah. Um, I believe. And they shoot backwards as well. They just also help more forwards. Yeah. So. Um, level eight introduces one of my favorite things here, which is the, uh, the pumpkin. Yeah. This thing's right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a jack-o'-lantern that you can place around an existing plant to fortify it. Basically getting rid of the need to ever use the walnut again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it basically adds a walnut's worth of strength to anything. Mm-hmm. And if you put it on a walnut or on a tall nut, you have an incredibly durable yeah. kind of guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, here and it specifically counters the pogo zombie um which uh is is like the pole vault zombie but it keeps jumping mm-hmm. um a tall nut will stop it but if it stops in a pumpkin it will also fall yeah. off its thing. it'll lose it'll lose its pogo stick mm-hmm. yeah another way to make it lose its pogo stick is what happens or it's what you get in level nine uh the magnet true which will yeah. yank any metallic objects away from zombies who are within a vicinity of it um I, I found that these were very fragile. I, I kind of always would have to replant them, but like basically any any of the emergency zombies, your bucket heads, uh your uh your ladder guys later on, the pogo uh pogo folks, um, all of those have metal components and this can yank them away. Yeah. It's a little bit similar to the chomper where it has to chew on them for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't literally chew on them, but it can only take so many things and then it will eventually uh, divest itself of them and can take more yes so it's a good uh second row mm-hmm. kind of thing like putting these in uh co- like uh row two and uh five mm. uh behind a row of tall nuts is good yeah yeah um and then we get the uh the level the conveyor belt level mm-hmm. uh but this one is difficult because it's very dark and there is this kind of lightning that flashes every once in a while to show the field yeah uh, this is a fun complication. I like this <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, things can get really bad in between these lightning flashes, uh, you know, at the very far right side of the screen. Yeah. And you have no idea? Nope. This introduces us to our final world here, the roof, mm-hmm. uh, where the zombies are now attacking on the roof, uh, which gives us a couple of restrictions. Um, one that you have to plant down pots or put down pots before you can plant. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll start with some pots, but as the world goes on, you get fewer and fewer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, the roof is slanted. So straight shooting plants will only shoot a little bit in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this introduces lobbing plants. Right. Uh, which end up replacing your regular projectiles. If you want to bring a regular projectile plant into any of these levels, you have to plant them very far forward. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is generally not worth it. And then when you go on to the other modes, or if you continue to play past uh, this, uh, I typically prefer these to pea plants anyway. Yes. Yeah. So. Well, they get over defenses and stuff. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Uh, your first of those is the cabbage bolt, um, which is just, mm-hmm. you know, like basically just a pea shooter, but it shoots with a different trajectory. Um, also yep. just very cute. I like that it's a cabbage. It shoots little Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. perfect. <laughs> uh, it shoots at half the fire rate, but does double the damage. Right. You know, just uh, just so you can kind of plan around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this introduces an annoying zombie, which is the bungee zombie, which pops down and kills one of your plants, mm-hmm. uh, grabs it. Um, it has to hang out there for a little bit. So if you can kill it in time, <laughs> it'll uh, drop. It your... won't take your plant. Yeah. yeah. Um, additionally, these uh, these bungee zombies will during the surges, uh, they will um, kind of like drop in to deploy. Uh, some yeah. to, to deploy enemies closer to your, you know, closer to your defenses as they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, like you'll get to see where they're going to be ahead of time. Like there'll be a little, uh, like arrow with a bullseye around it, uh, that drops. So if you need to make any decisions, you have just like a slight amount of time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, level two, there's not a whole lot there. It just gives you the flower pot. Yeah. Uh, which don't cost very much, but you can make squares plantable. Yeah. Um, level three introduces one of my favorites, uh, the <laughs> kernel pult, which is uh, corn that uh, shoots niblets. These do uh, the same amount of damage at a pea, as a pea shooter, but half the fire rate, mm-hmm. uh, which seems like a really bad uh, deal. But every once in a while, they show big globs or uh, shoot big globs of butter, mm-hmm. which freeze a zombie for a while. Yeah. And uh, it can freeze anything. And I just I feel like I have really good luck. Yeah. With these, uh, I, you know, I always do a roll of a, a row of uh, kernel bolts. Oh, absolutely. And it just ends up making a big deal. Yeah. It yeah, feels like a big one out of every four lobs that they do is a, is, is a butter pat, which is just mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere. Why would corn throw butter? Um, but it's, it's good. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not like questioning it. It's a it. vegetable fat. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute, though. What? Oh, boy. Well, it's maybe it's not vegetable fat. <laughs> uh, in America, corn is often served with butter. Yeah. Ooh. And, and by corn, do you mean maize? <laughs> maize. Uh, yeah. 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 No, but these are really good. Uh, like having the, having any of the enemies stand still for even just like a second uh, does, you know, it's a, it's beneficial. Um, if you freeze like the front enemy, enemies in the back will, uh, will kind of get in front of them. So, yeah. you know, you're not so much dealing with, uh, you know, the kind of like the cover effect because you're mostly, you mostly have the, um, you mostly have the lobbing kind of things, but mm-hmm. like, this will be, you know, you can luck out and end up with a weaker enemy being the first priority target. Yeah. Yeah. It helps you to break up because they're, they're, the zombies are planned. Like it's not a random mm-hmm. smattering and they are, they're positioned in a way to put hardier zombies in front. Right. And anything you can do to break up that rhythm is good. Yes. Yeah. Um, this introduces on the other side a ladder zombie, which moves really fast and uses the ladder as cover. And then when it hits a plant, it leans the ladder against it, so it can climb. And then later, zombies can climb yeah. over that defense. So it has the ability to give any zombie the ability to vault without giving them the uh, the move the move benefit um, that they have before they do the vault. Yeah, uh, these are a big deal. Yeah, 
So you want to kill these uh, really fast. And mm-hmm. because of the roof having the uh, the pot, uh, you can't just throw down like a cherry bomb. No. You have to put down a pot first. So mm-hmm. it requires some some real planning. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, whenever I would get one of these, uh, whenever, like if, if they ever leaned a ladder up, I would use the shovel to dig up that plant, um, and then replace it because I just, I didn't want to deal with, um, anything getting past that first plant, which was often, you know, something I put there to stop them from doing that. Yeah. The ladder is a real problem. Yeah. Um, level four introduces the coffee bean, which you have to use, uh, in addition to any nighttime plants mm-hmm. to use them during the day. So it's like a cost task tax mm-hmm. uh, to use those. Um, I agree with you. This is generally not worth it. Um, super advanced like plant versus zombies strats mm-hmm. uh, end up using the upgrade to the fume shroom. Yeah. I uh, could see that being the other one that does like the Omni shoot, like it goes in every direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that paired with garlic and, and you can do some good things with that, but as is, what they want you to do is use it with the magnet shroom yeah. here because they want you to uh, get rid of the ladders. Right. But so, I can use that slot and I can use that extra um, money to just get more firepower. Yeah. yeah. You just don't, hey, you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is an option. So, you know, it's good to have that kind of as a expressive play option if you want to. Yes. There. Yeah. Uh, the prize that you get for this is the watering can, which opens up a uh, kind of an idle play mode. Uh, this Zen mm-hmm. garden where you can go and uh, you get a couple of seed packets, you plant things. And as you water the plants, they will drop like money for you and stuff. Yeah. Uh, very big 2009 insane aquarium. Yeah. To that makes less sense yeah. on a phone. More sense is like a, uh, with this as a desktop app that you would keep open in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, not particularly good in the sequel. Uh, this ends up being a big you know, driver for the time economy yeah. for the free to play uh, thing. Um, you know, if you're playing it once a day before bed, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but it allows you to have uh, powered up plants, which uh, will use their plant food effect as soon as you plant them, hmm. and that can be really powerful. So you end up with like walnuts that are incredibly strong, or just like oh shit buttons. So like the Colonel Palt will butter every zombie on the screen. <laughs> also on the so, screen. Yeah, on the screen. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Good cryptkeeper energy. Uh the uh the, so yeah, I never really messed around with Zen Garden again because it makes less sense on mobile or on tablet. Um yeah, I'm it's, sure. it's kinda dumb. Yeah. Uh you know, lo- having lo- things to click on was all we wanted in two thousand <laughs> that, that, Yeah, so, that, that's all we needed. And it was it was enough clicking. and we were happy. <laughs> I wasn't happy. Uh, no. So, uh, level five. So, (laughs) so your mini game here, uh, kind of, kind of the, the, the mid, the mid chapter break, it's a conveyor belt level. Uh, crazy Dave, he introduces this saying, you're going to hate this level, uh, because the zombies do not march in from the right, um, on the roof. They are actually all dropped in by, uh, by, by the bungee zombies. So they can appear pretty much anywhere and you know, you're not guaranteed to have what you need to deal with them. Uh, I did not hate it. Any conveyor belt level is pretty easy. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, level six introduces garlic, which is a really interesting plant. Yeah. Uh, tactically. Um, it is a defensive plant. It has a good amount of health. And when a zombie bites it, they change lanes. I love the face they make when they bite it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they stop. It stuns them for a second. So it, it can be worthwhile to put a damaging plant behind a garlic. Mm-hmm. Um, and this makes uh, the zombies go into, you know, another lane where you can concentrate your defenses. Yeah. Um, these kind of narrower gaps. So it kind of gives you a little bit more of that traditional maze building 
mm-hmm. tower defense flavor. Yeah. Um, so, like, I can see this, like, in a more difficult game being beneficial to, like, okay, I'm going to spend my resources funneling the zom- zombies into a smaller row in the middle where I'm going to mm-hmm. concentrate as much firepower as I can. I never found myself with few enough resources where I would need to funnel them into this kind of like narrower place. So like, even though I really like enjoyed thinking about what the garlic could do, it never ended up really paying off good for sentence. me. What's that? That, that? that sentence was very good. <laughs> I was excited about the idea of what garlic could do. Yeah, even though I found myself thinking, I liked thinking about what the garlic could do. <laughs> I never found it paying off for me. Um, I, I don't think you have to, because again, the, this game is not rigorous, but I always used it. I always basically got rid of the top and bottom lanes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and being able to concentrate on four lanes makes a big difference. There are zombies that will fight this. Mm-hmm. So you have to have your oh shit buttons yes. uh, there. And this is uh, obviously more robust in the sequel when they introduce that. Yeah. Um, they also do weird things in the sequel where they introduce uh, the sweet potato, which attracts zombies to its lane. Ooh. Instead of moves them. So you put it in the back and it makes zombies switch over. Okay. From huh. behind. So there's like, there's neat things. Yeah. Uh, that they do with this idea. Huh. Um, the, uh, they introduce uh, catapult zombies in this, which are uh, chonk. Heckin' Chonkers, who are on rascal shooters that lob basketballs. This mm-hmm. isn't a device. Um, <laughs> this it's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. There aren't just, like, basketball-throwing rascals. Who's I mean, you know? as, I mean, we're, we're going to meet who's probably making these things for them, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, the, it's, a, it's a big deal. Like, these things are specifically targeting your back row. Um, yeah. as they, as they hit. They're not eating it. They're, they're damaging it. You know, yes. they're just trying to kill your plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, uh, they have like, they have a limited number of, uh, basketballs when they run out. Um, if you haven't dealt with them, they will just drive forward very quickly, um, and bowl over anything, uh, like it is a Zamboni that doesn't leave yeah. any ice behind it. And keep in mind, you do not have uh, lawnmowers. Like, you have mm-hmm. to pay a lot to get the leaf blowers yes. or whatever, roof cleaners on this. So these are emergencies uh, you want to use in a uh, squash. Yeah. You know, always have a squash and a uh, uh, flower pot handy for mm-hmm. these pop-up. Yeah. Uh, level 7. Level 7 introduces yeah. a counter for these things, um, the umbrella leaf. Uh, what these mm-hmm. do is whenever a threat is coming from above, it will kind of expand its uh, its, its little leaves and uh protect anything kind of in a three by three grid around it so anything that is immediately adjacent to it uh will be protected um Mm -hmm. either from the basketballs coming you know that that are being lobbed or from uh bungee uh kind of things that are coming Mm -hmm. down from the top yep a little bit of a bummer because it's just a counter like it just kind of becomes a tax you know i have to i have to put on the safety bit Mm -hmm. to uh to succeed um level eight introduces the marigold which uh, is purely for the meta. Um, mm-hmm. This does not give you anything, any advantage in the stage. It gives you coins for you to grab for unlocking plants and mini games outside. Right. Um, the, the introduction of this is very intentional. They're doing it near the end mm-hmm. of the adventure mode, so you can start getting money, which you know what the other modes will cost. Right. Uh, start kind of building that up. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, these are introduced alongside kind of the boss enemy for the very end of this, outside of the actual boss you're going to find at the very end, uh, these Gargantars. 
which mm-hmm. are big ogre uh, kind of guys who either use who are either using power poles like telephone poles or street signs as clubs to smash anything in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're being driven <laughs> by, I love these little guys kind of like pulling reins on him to control them by these little imps. And when you do enough damage to the Gargantor, he will throw the imp into your midfield and the imp will be doing, uh, will be causing some havoc back there. Yeah. Yeah. Probably bypassing your defenses yes. and fucking with your economy. Yeah. Um, so a big, a big problem, mm-hmm. uh, that, um, so these, and they also like any of your instant kill things, it takes two of them Yes. to kill a, uh, Gargantar. Mm-hmm. So big problem. Yeah. Um, level nine introduces your last, uh, new plant, the melon Pult, um, which deals heavy kind of splash damage, mm-hmm. a three by three grid, um, really expensive plant. It costs 300. Yeah. Um, but really worth it. Like these things are great. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, uh, your, your final exam. This is the last tough stage of the game right. before yeah. the, uh, the boss fight. Mm-hmm. Like this is the only time where you're going to have to worry about the cost of these melon bolts, uh, yes. as they're, as they're put out here. Uh, because, you know, level 10, we're going to have our, uh, you know, uh, our boss of this chapter and the boss of the game, uh, who introduces himself, uh, with a, uh, with a, de- with a delicately handwritten note. As compared to the kindergarten scrawl that we had seen before, um, this is from the desk of Dr. Edgar Zomboss saying, hey, mm-hmm. you have forced our hand. We are going to uh, need to take drastic action. And he shows up in a big zombie mecha. Uh, yes. And Crazy Dave is cycling through like, ah, you got to hit him in the pancreas. Just going through different little random weak spots before he is taken away by a bungee zombie, leaving you all alone to fight this gigantic threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this is level 10. Um, he is in this huge zombie mecha at the right side of the screen, and he's sending in zombies in waves. Mm-hmm. Um, and in between them, his head will open, uh, kind of making this uh, making him vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in addition to those waves, uh, he is also throwing out either lava balls or ice balls that you have to yes. destroy with the proper element. Yep. It introduces this element effect. Yeah. Uh, so you either have to put down, uh, and you're getting this a conveyor belt level. Yes. Uh, so you're getting, uh, you know, the ability to do both these things, to create ice and, uh, fire yeah. against these things. You don't know which one he's going to, uh, unleash. Mm-hmm. And if you don't counter it, it will roll over all the plants in that row. Right. You know, in yeah. any of those things, any of those instant kills, either the Gargantor's melee attacks or the Zamboni or these, or these balls, they don't have to like chew on the plant before they kill it. It just immediately bowls it over and it moves on to the next, next thing. Yep. Yeah. No. But like, uh, then you get a, a famous credit sequence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like this isn't hard, but, uh, you get a, you know, you, you finish it and then you get a note saying, Hey, we're done fighting, but we do want to shoot a uh, music video with you. And they play the meme song. Yep, uh, as is the style at the time, like the portal song, mm-hmm. uh, which I was a thousand percent in the pocket for all this. Yes. All these, like, this is a catchy good song and yeah. a really cute video. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nothing like, wrong with this. It's done in engine, like with the game's, uh, assets or whatever. Uh, it's got a, a fun hook in the chorus. Uh, mm-hmm. the song's called There's a Zombie on Your Lawn. Um, and like the different, uh, the different zombies come in and like, get, like they have a little line about what they do. I used to play football, you know, all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Uh, again, like I mentioned, I'm going to use it at the end of the episode uh, <laughs> in its entirety. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's uh, it's good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to mention the other puzzle modes uh, please and do. stuff. Not 
specifically to sell you, but just in the order of completion. Right, right. Completeness. Um, my favorite of these is iZombie, uh, where you deploy zombie units. Mm-hmm. Um, there are cardboard cutouts of plants, <laughs> which what? act like uh, – it's like practice for the zombies. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, they act like the regular plants. Um, when you devour a sunflower, you get resources to put different zombies down. Okay. Um, and these get really insidious. Um, these are, uh, you know, these are puzzles. So like looking at the order of plants, like, okay, if I put this zombie here, he'll be able to eat the flower before he gets killed. But here's where I have to use a minor zombie because they've only got defense going towards the right. Right. Um, to go and kill this uh, the sunflower, which will give me enough yeah. you know, sun to build a football zombie, which can, you know, get past this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put down an imp here because I need to make a squash sacrifice itself. Right. Um, they're really good. They're all good. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Is there any time pressure as you're doing this? No. Okay, that's you know, good. It's purely a puzzle thing. Like, it's just order of operations puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um, also, really good, is last stand mode, um, where you get a limited amount of sun and you plan your defenses from the start. Okay. Um, I love those. Like, yeah. you, you don't do any economy. You just start with, like, 3,000 sun mm-hmm. or whatever. And you say, like, what would be a really cool, you know, what's, what's a good defense? Yeah. And this allows you to experiment with a lot of, like, weird builds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and such. Do you get a do you get a preview of what's coming, or are you just kind of rolling blind and trying to set up for whatever whatever might come? Um, I do not recall. Yeah, exactly. There's multiple ones. Like these are this is a series of stages. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm sure it just escalates, mm-hmm. like uh, like anything does. Yeah. But that kind of planning is really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit better these stages in the sequel because you can fast forward. You know. Yeah. I uh, but you can. As a strategy, you can save sun uh, during these things and use it for one-offs okay, and stuff, too. So you can be a little bit more active. Nice. Um, closest to these is survival mode, um, which is kind of like uh, one really, really long stage mm-hmm. that has uh, four breaks in it between flags where you can uh, – you keep all of your plants, mm-hmm. but you can choose new seed loadouts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're really good. Um, hmm. There's one for each major biome. Um, and this is how you like play with all the really weird, cool, you know, expensive plants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause you know, you start off doing, uh, you know, repeaters and sunflowers mm-hmm. and then upgrade them to double sunflowers and, uh, you know, Gatlin peas. Nice. And such, um, real good. And then mm-hmm. there are a bunch of mini games, including like 23 of them that were, uh, cut. Okay. Mean that you have to use the console to get back. <laughs> what? Um, uh, yeah, like you can you can actually play these. There's you can use the console to play the the canceled ones. Huh. Um, and these are different versions of Vasebreaker. Um, different. Uh, some of the things you've done before. Mm-hmm. So like uh, walnut bowling uh, shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, the most interesting of these um, is uh, Begooled. <laughs> which is like bejeweled where you move plants together. And when you met like all the plants operate like plants, mm-hmm. when you put three of them in a row, you get sun uh, there and then the columns fall down and you're just trying to get a certain amount of sun. Okay. But you're also trying to get advantageous collections of plants to fight off the zombies. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's super neat. Um, and then there's also a, uh, a really uh, good one, which is called Zombotany. Where all the uh, the zombies have plant heads, 
So the zombies act like their their respective plants. Okay. Um, so like the pea shooter zombies will hurt your plants from a distance. Hmm. Um, and the walnut ones are exactly as tough. Yeah. And such, and you have to have to deal with those. So they're just little little challenge mini games. Huh. That are fun. Yeah, and, and and those are the ones that are cut that you have to use the console to get at. No, th- those are the real ones. The, oh, the cut okay. ones um, are like. Uh, there's one where it, it basically repeats from things mm-hmm. you've done in the in the game. So like, um, you know, like a nighttime level or a uh, a fog level. Um, there's endless mode, which you can actually get in the game, mm-hmm. uh, like a survival mode, but for different biomes. Um, and then things like uh, lots of balloon zombies. Yeah. Lot, lots of, you know, uh, there's one where you get giant plants. Uh, and there's many of them where you have to make a certain layout on your field in addition to winning. So like sculpt a sunflower out of sunflowers oh. in the middle of the uh, the field while also. Right. So. It, yeah. Like, like all that stuff sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> They're all really neat, like huge yeah. variety, you know, and, and part of the strength of this game is that just kind of, you know, yeah. going through and uh, uh, get, having a constant, you know, dopamine squirt of new cool things to do. That's the genius, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, this succeeds aesthetically, but just the generosity of this, the fact that it is always giving you something new to like mess around with, even if it, if it ends up being, you know, of limited use, like, you know, like, like the, the torchwood or whatever, you still end every stage by clicking on the icon of whatever it is you're going to get. And it does this big reveal and then, you know, gives a big description and then you're going to want to play around with it and see how it goes. I think that yeah. that is a treasure of a moment and the fact that they figured out how to make a campaign that is just all that is, you know, speaks, it speaks a lot to like why this is still something that even though I've played it many times and even though it is quite easy, it is still enjoyable to go to get to go back into. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's just super fun. Like it, it is uh real easy going, like it mm-hmm. is casual. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if it's a change. I don't think it's a change in me because I love this when it came out as well. Mm-hmm. But I am in the market for a certain kind of casual game. Like casual mm-hmm. does not have to mean, you know, a clicker. Like it doesn't have to mean something that is, you know, not strategic. Like you can be making and I, I know there are clickers where you do this, but yeah. you can be making decisions on the micro and macro yeah. that are more interesting than it initially seems mm-hmm. while engaging with something that's non-challenging, both in terms of aesthetic and content, but also in terms of rigor. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And the fact that there are like so many interactions and trade-offs that, you know, they never explain directly, right? You know, unless maybe mm-hmm. there's a, you know, there's like a bullet point in one of the, uh, um, you know, almanac kind of entries, but, you know, you're still kind of like relatively aware of when you're weighing what to do at what time or what order to build. Like there's a complexity there that I think is, you know, a little bit, you know, maybe people don't give it credit for it or maybe it's just not necessarily apparent given what is, you know, given what foot this puts forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How it presents itself as like a baby game. Yeah. A little bit. And the the cool thing, like all of the things that are good about this are expanded upon in the sequel mm-hmm. while also engaging in some garbage. Yeah. You know, like it's uh, the st- strategically it becomes one of the most like diverse strategy games I've played in terms of like number of viable strategies mm-hmm. um, because you the plants you get are cumulative. Like every world you get five or six new plants. There are 
eight or nine worlds in the game. Yeah. Um, and then there are also plants you can get uh, either, you know, buying, which I didn't do, but you can get them through uh, seed packets and, and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. earning the, the fakey currency. Um, once you put all that stuff together, like it is just a huge like field for expressive play. Like yeah. there are a lot of very viable builds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can do and and it's it's just a lot more complicated you know and as somebody who likes strategy in video games like that is a catnip to me yeah and the only problem with the second one is that you can't buy it you have to play it until it gets really hard Mm -hmm. and then it's like well this is not very fun because it feels like i need to do this yeah you know i need i need to need to give this these people money (laughs) which which feels like a a form of defeat yeah which is which is weird you know i I need to give them money for like a temporary thing as opposed to buying the product i would feel perfectly fine giving them money for a game it's just the fact that everything feels so provisional about it that changes the relationship yeah yep and it's not uh it's actually as far as like free-to-play stuff that i've like i don't generally like free to play games. I don't think that they do a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is very expensive. Yeah. If you wanted to buy all the plants for it, it's not like a $30 unlock no. or something, you know, they, they price them shits pretty aggressively yeah. and that creates a lot of like well-deserved bad will, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for them. But it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, if you're okay, not finishing it, you can have a lot of fun with that. And they introduced a bunch of new modes. There's like a tournament mode where you do PVP uh, people, Sorry. PVP, like, yeah, yeah P- PVZ, PVP. <laughs> um, you know, and and that's you know, it's neat. Mm-hmm. It's neat. I want to fuck around with the uh, the Garden Warfare, the third person shooter ones at some point, mm-hmm. and see what those are like. I imagine those games go on sale quite quite frequently on consoles. Yeah, on consoles, probably. Yeah, it's EA, so I can imagine EA's like store just never <laughs> right. It's know, thirty dollars forever. Yeah. yeah, EA baby. <laughs> so yeah. But that's uh, that's Plants vs. Zombies. It's a good game. Yeah, good-ass game. It feels good to stretch our wings and do something like genre and kind of like tenor mm-hmm. that we haven't done. Yeah. It's weird that we made a two-hour-plus episode about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it doesn't – it's not that much longer to play. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more to play, but not that much longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, check it out if you haven't played it, especially if you dismissed it. Yes. I think you, you can probably have some fun. Yeah. Um, if you have anything to say about Plants vs. Zombies, uh, hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Mm-hmm. Or if you have anything to say about Lords of Magic or God of War 2018. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and also if you have any thoughts about October's games, uh, the deadline for that is October the 15th. Again, duckfeed.tv slash contact. Uh, those games being uh, Dino Crisis 2, Soma, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 5, or a premium episode uh, for that month, which is Doom 3. We're doing a month of spookies. Yep. I love it. Yep. Uh, and then uh, the way the premium episodes work, to remind you, uh, we release the preview, so the generalities on the regular feed. Uh, for $5, you get into the Patreon, and you get the entire episode, but you also get all the back episodes of that. Mm-hmm. And the back episode of uh, Unfilmable, mm-hmm. our $5 uh, premium show, um, that is wrapping up. In October, but it will be replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a bunch of archives. And then at $10, you get all of the archives, which is just hours upon hours, like hundreds of hours of stuff. Yes. So. Uh, we like to make uh, it valuable. We, we like to think that we have uh, uh, crammed it with too much. We also want to be generous like Plants vs. Zombies. Yes. Generosity, Generosity is Generosity is a virtue. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah. And then, uh, ratings reviews on Apple podcast are appreciated. Mm-hmm. Checking out our other shows. Um, Early, we put out our announcement for this, but specifically, keep an eye out for Orb. Yes, Orb, our Venture Brothers recap show, where we're going through uh, that amazing animated series, uh, that incredibly mm-hmm. dense, incredibly funny um, animated series that is kind of a, uh, uh, you know, it's its own thing, but uh, it has a lot of, like, uh, love letters to classic animation kind of stuff in it, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, just, like, 70s. Johnny Pulp. Quest. And- yeah, Johnny Quest, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you want to hear uh, me explain David Bowie lyric references to Cole, <laughs> buckle up because I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I I know all of the David Bowie things from that and uh-huh. I'm gonna say them all. I, I, yeah, that's uh, that, that's good. I, I know I know I know I, I have picked up many of them, um, mm-hmm. but uh, there may be obscure ones, especially because the man himself appears, not yeah, you know, actually it. voicing himself, but it's it is him. <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's certainly it's it's canonically david bowie yes <laughs> um yeah some of that stuff is so incredibly good yep. uh yeah so uh we appreciate you uh until next time what should they watch out for uh they should watch out for that zombie on your lawn